everyone, and welcome to another thrilling, enticing, and exciting episode of the Ungrown Ups Podcast. I'm uh, Ryan, that's Matthew, and this is episode 63, otherwise known as... The 63rd episode. We were so excited to talk to you guys that we skipped a week just because. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know, I was probably hungover. No, it was just busy. Yeah, it was busy, and there's, you know, weirdly, so I started a, a full-time job again. Yeah. I'm not a consultant anymore. So it's been 6 a.m. meetings and, oh, man. Am 6 a.m. Are you meeting East Coast kind of thing? Well, uh, Central, yeah. So there's been a lot of stuff where days have started really early, like getting up at 4.30 to get stuff done before that. Do you get back at them by scheduling like 5 p.m. meetings where it's <laughs> awkwardly late for them? No, no. And after this next week, things will calm down and it'll sort of self-regulate, which is good. Nice. Um, yeah, but it's it's weird. You know, like you have regular stuff to do and then then dealing the, with the dog and just like all the, all the chaos, really, right? Yeah. And this past week has been kind of chaotic as well because Jeanette has been busy with work and and she's in advertising and she's responsible for a couple of different accounts. Like as the creative director, she oversees a bunch of different brands. And so it's just kind of worked out where each of these brands independently have similar deadlines and they're all lining up (laughs) on top of each other. Yeah. So she spent the first part of this week in LA. So she went up Sunday night for a photo shoot Monday and Tuesday. And for those that have never heard, that's Los Angeles. Yeah, Los Angeles. Yeah, yeah. Yep. not Louisiana. Nope. So she was in L.A. doing the photo shoot. And then on Monday, the first day of the shoot, she gets told that, oh, uh, there's a video shoot in Canada. And the people that were supposed to go, something came up. They can't go. What so part of Canada did she go to? She's in Vancouver. Oh, which is awesome. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like Seattle with an accent, basically. Yeah. Well, and twice as expensive. Right. Yeah. So. Monday, she bought her ticket for Seattle or for uh, for Vancouver to depart on Wednesday. So she comes home okay. Tuesday night, basically unpacks, rests, wakes up, repacks, prints her boarding pass, and then like at ten o'clock leaves for the airport. Nice. And so she's still in Canada, and she comes home tonight. And so far, all I've known of her uh, trip is she had the worst burrito <laughs> that she's ever had. You don't get a burrito in Vancouver. Well, yeah, I've had legit Mexican food in Canada. Like, actually, in Montreal. I had okay. Awesome, That's awesome Mexican weird, food. weird, actually. Yeah, surprisingly yeah. That's weird. double weird, I would say. But you, I told you my thing. I like, wherever I go internationally, I have to get some Mexican food somewhere. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So she did it at the airport. And oh, so well, even, there's the problem. That was the problem, because yeah. she said the, the burrito was overstuffed with cabbage, and then it tasted like fish, what? and it wasn't a fish burrito. That's gross. Yeah, and Jeanette is really anti-fishy taste anything. Oh, I think most people should Like, be. even when we... Well, she rarely orders fish, but oh, okay. when she does, she likes, like, a... a like mahi, a mild mahi. fish, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, like a nice a white, white fish, fish yeah. that doesn't have that fishy taste. Maybe a salmon? Maybe. But that's, like... That's closer to... Yeah, exactly. You're the, approaching... The danger zone, yeah. yeah. And so, uh, yeah, she was disappointed with the quality of her burrito. Well, gee, I wonder why. Yeah, but on the flip side... She has access to Nestle Kit Kats. Oh, that's true. She has all the good candy up there. Yes. Yeah. So that was that's kind of. She bringing anything home? I. She was planning to bring home some ketchup potato chips. So those we'll, are good. I like the all dressed. Yes. So I don't know what she's coming home with. Yeah, yeah. I'll find out late tonight. Right. But because she's been gone, it's been kind of a a busy week with with work, and then Grayson's got little league practice. Like this morning. Is he on spring break or are they in school? No, he's still in school. Spring break doesn't start for him until the week of the 11th of April. Oh, okay. Because so, I know my sister's kids are done already. So growing up, is it, growing up at, in Orange County where I lived, um, 
spring break was either the week before Easter or the week after Easter. That's what I always thought. And then it's kind of changed because the school year is ending earlier and earlier. So then that changes yeah. when spring break happens for some schools. Right. And it may be in your sister's case. That's why it's this week or, or it was know. this past week. But um, I just remember being very surprised when my nephew told me it was spring break. I was like, what are you talking about? Yeah, it's like barely March. Yeah, get out, get out of here. Spring break before St. Patrick's Day seems strange. But, it's very strange. So the whole hectic schedule thing is this morning, Grayson has, well, today Grayson had a game that started at noon. Mm-hmm. A noon game means he has to be at the field by 1045 to practice and get ready. So that oh, means, man, they want him there early. Yeah, yeah. The, well, the, the coach is really big on, okay, you got to be here an hour before to practice, but you're not ready to practice unless you're 15 minutes early. Well, did you tell him that, uh, that you know there was a lockout? So calm down. Or does that not it apply to affect, little league? It does Damn. not impact little league. That'd be pretty funny. But so because of the fact that we haven't been to Cars and Coffee in a while, because of his typical game schedule is he's got a nine a.m. game where we're at the field at seven forty-five. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. So this morning we went to Cars and Coffee, and he I don't know how it came up, but he decided to invite the neighbors, the neighbor girls, okay. and their 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 so stepsisters. You took everybody. Yes, so okay. I took the the two stepsisters. Uh, one's in seventh grade, and one's I want to say in fourth grade or fifth grade. Okay. Um. So we basically I had three kids kids mm. in the car and brought the dog and went to Cars and Coffee and got Chick Fil A for breakfast. Did yeah. that, but we couldn't take our time browsing the cars because we had to be home by ten fifteen. So we oh, yeah, right, changed right. and yeah. get ready for baseball. Sure. So yeah, it's a, a lot of juggling, a lot of running around. So I want to hike this morning. Where'd you hike? At uh, Irvine Regional. Oh, okay. There's a bunch of tra- hiking trails back there, actually. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do, and I didn't know. Do you pay to go into the park, or do you park and then walk no, into the No, I actually got, um, because there's all the regional parks around here that I frequent, Yeah. I ended up just getting a pass. Oh, right. So it's annual pass. It's 55 bucks. That's not bad so at all. So you have to go uh, 10 times or 15 times, something like that. That's not bad, though. No, and I, I mean, with the dog, we go three or four times a week. Does so. Ripley have a favorite part of the park? Um, he kind of, you know, he's at that stage still where everything's new. Yeah. So all of it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He likes all of it. We went down and saw ducks. He saw a peacock today. Okay. Did um, he try to attack? No, I think he was really confused. Like this is a big like, ass bird. What the hell is that? Yeah. Right. Um, and it was, you know, a peacock with a giant tail. They're freaking loud. Oh yeah. yeah. I did not. I guess I didn't really realize how loud they are. They're assholes too. Yeah. Well, there's, you know, they've got like two or three of them. Oh, the in, males the, in the park? At the park, yeah, 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 yeah. There was one on top of the zoo building just making a freaking racket. <laughs> it's like, shut up. And this, it was funny. This woman was walking with her kid, and the kid goes, Mom, it's a doggy. And the lady goes, no, that's a peacock. But she wasn't paying attention, attention. to the kid that was looking at the dog. It was right. really funny. The mom was just like, that's a peacock. That's way off. You're like, no, it's yep. a canine. No, it's still a dog. So, anyways, yeah. Uh, I ha- I didn't go... To Cars and Coffee this morning, but there was, um, the new Mazda was there, and I wanted to go yesterday to see it, because it was at a local dealer. Yeah. The, the totally CX-15, spaced and yeah. forgot. Yeah, it was parked out today, and there was some sort of a Miata car like club. Like a meetup thing? Yeah, sort of, and it was just kind of fun, but we were walking, and so, because these girls aren't really into cars as much as Grayson is, right. they were more, um, 
interested in the 50s and 60s automobiles. So oh, they that's had, cool. Yeah, it was actually really kind of cool because yeah. like the the Lamborghinis, the Ferraris, the McLarens, all that stuff didn't impress them. Well, around here, you see that crap. It's just normal in yeah, a lot of ways. But even even if it isn't normal, it looks like a modern car, so it doesn't right. It doesn't stand out as something super crazy. Sure, sure. But when they saw like uh, there was a Fiat 600. Um, little multiple the little like a uh, bubble suv yeah, yeah tiny little thing it's got it's a six-seater and the rear seats fold down into a flat floor that's pretty cool so uh one of the girls was like freaked out about that and then she saw like an old ford falcon thought that was cool yeah was caddy so she really was gravitating towards anything with a chrome bumper from like the 50s and 60s that was that's kind cool. of her thing so that was that was fun to see but yeah th- there was a huge number of miatas like the the latest generation all the way back to the original na yeah and they, how many think there were I would say probably 60. Jesus, that's a lot. Yeah, they'd taken up uh, the entire row, both sides, all the way down. Oh, wow. So it was it was an impressive turnout. That's cool. Yeah, so that was fun. And then again, because of the baseball game, we, we only were able to spend maybe about 50 minutes walking through. That's still a decent amount of time. But we didn't really have a chance to see every car. We had to sure. skip some rows because sure. there's four or 500 cars that show yeah, up to that every that, weekend. That thing is massive. Yeah, it's um, fun, though. It's a good time. Do they still do Crystal Cove? No, this they one's don't, right? That kind of replaced it? Yes, but then they kind of still do Crystal Cove, but not really. Mm. It's a weird... There's so many of them now that it's hard to keep track. Yes. You, I, I kind of wish there was some sort of um, like Rotation, calendar. maybe? Or even just like a, a website where you can go to and go Cars and Coffee events, and it would just Ex- list yeah, all the different ones. like More of a universal one, because they do have like different groups and stuff. Yeah. Like there's a Facebook group for a bunch of them, and but they're all... Uh, regional uh, and they're all and separated and yeah. yeah yeah yeah. if they had an overall one would be cool because there's a couple that i know of that are like the first sunday of the month or the third saturday of the month and those are the ones i always seem to forget because yeah. it's not like an every weekend thing right. whereas this one down in san clemente california is every weekend. every saturday right. so it's that one you know and you can go do so that makes it simpler but now it's just all kind of crazy i you know these days i don't know if i would go in a car ever again because there's always so much traffic so i just take the bike and i just go by everybody yeah yeah which is that makes sense yeah i hate sitting in that stupid line to get in the parking lot yeah that that if you're bringing something to show off that line can suck but if you're yeah. going as just a spectator that's you can go in a different entrance and it's not bad right at all. Right, right sure yeah well, grayson's right now busy driving himself right now at home <laughs> well he's he finally got the rest of his christmas present fake driving himself he's fake driving himself yeah, yeah. so for Christmas, we got him a a play seat evolution, which is like a driving cockpit. It's a race. It's such a names for these things are silly. I know. But play he, seat evolution. Yeah. Well, play seat's the brand, yeah. and evolution is the model, and they have like they have F one style race seats and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so this one, it it has like a a bucket seat, and it's got a tube chassis frame that holds a platform that the steering wheel can bolt to, and is the platform for the uh, pedals. More like upright. Uh, you can adjust. So it's modular, so you can you can extend it and you can change the angle oh, okay. of pedals. Yeah, so can, sure. So we bought it because up until then he had just clamped his inexpensive gaming wheel to a desk. Yeah, and it was fine, but it wasn't. But the ergos are bad, man. It's all about the ergonomics. Ergonomics are bad, and then also just like he couldn't pound on the brakes hard because the pedals would slide because oh, yeah, it wasn't right. even stopping it. No. So we got him the seat for Christmas. And we also planned on getting him a new gaming wheel and pedal setup. 
and the 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 brand Thrustmaster, which sounds like a sex it's toy such company. A dumb, yeah, like I said, all these things are ridiculous. Yes. Yeah. So Thrustmaster has this new gaming wheel called the T two forty eight, which I sure. have no idea what the hell the model number means. Right. And they launched it last year for PlayStation, but for whatever reason, Xbox was delayed. So maybe it's supply but it's chain. The same. There's a licensing like uh, authentication like chip. chip in the USB, yeah. right? And so well, there was a microchip shortage. There was. Yeah. There was. And so they made an announcement like in November that, oh, they're going to have a special announcement in December. So I'm like, oh, sweet. It's going to go on sale in December. So I, I stalk their website. The December announcement comes. We're launching pre-orders on January 7th. That's that's not a, so a, for a Christmas, good announcement. Yeah. So for Christmas, he got a printed piece of paper that says, hey, we owe you this. That's good enough. So then we ordered it on like January 7th. The pre-order opened up, yeah, jumped yeah. in, ordered it. And it was actually through Amazon. Okay. The link was through Amazon. Well, the wheel finally shipped Wednesday, and it arrived on Thursday. On St. Patrick's Day, he got That's the cool. wheel. St. Patrick's Day was my anniversary. Of what? My BMW. Oh. Yeah, I picked it up on St. Patrick's Day six years ago. That's the only reason I know that. That's a... Well, that works. I mean, my yeah. work anniversary is Cinco de Mayo, and the only reason I remember that is because Cinco, Cinco de Mayo. De Mayo. Yeah, yeah, right, exactly. I don't think I would have remembered if my start date was something else. You know, it's know. the same thing. If you picked up the BMW like on March 13th, you probably wouldn't remember. No, I wouldn't remember that. So the uh, it's, he's enjoying it, though. I'm guessing he is. Yeah. So it took a little bit of work to mount the the pedals. The the because they the, don't clamp or something. The base has a bunch of holes and slots in it, yeah. and then there's um, threaded inserts on the bottom of the. Oh, the like pedals. it bolts in. And you, you, it bolts in, but the 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 gaming pedal holes didn't line up with any of the slots. Of course not. In the plate, why would they? Right, and so I had to drill and then i had to get new hardware to get it all fit so yeah. I, I did that on friday and so friday night it was his first drive on it and he's he's been having fun has he been pretty much playing that non-stop yeah and, he, and he's in there this i didn't realize how much of a world this opens up so with this gaming wheel there's all sorts of customization that's possible in terms of like you can change the steering response, like right. You can oh, make like it the feel, yeah, the effort or whatever. Or the yeah, you can you can change the feedback. Yeah, you can change the turning radius, so oh, you can make cool. it so it's like a two hundred and seventy degree turning, which right. is like F one style. Right. Or you can do like nine hundred degrees, seven twenty, six hundred. So you can do all these things, and then there's a bunch of blank buttons that aren't assigned. Oh, that's cool. So that you can you, put whatever you want. Yeah, you can do like look over your right shoulder, look over right. your left shoulder, and does what? it have a an actual gated shifter? No, but you can buy a you shifter one, to right? add to it. Yeah. yeah. So the reason why I bought this setup is it, the pedals. It comes with three pedals. Yeah. So it's got the clutch and it's got paddle shifters, but he doesn't have any, actually a stick shift yet. Sure. But we can add that on, and then he can have the ability to to manually shift his video game. Games are so hard because there's no the brake feel isn't there. This has actually pretty good. It's got a really? tunable spring for the brake, oh, okay. and so it's it's pretty hard. It, yeah, he, he's got it on the. There's it comes with two springs. There's a soft spring and a and a, and a stiff spring. He's got the soft soft spring in there, but it's at a harder um, tuned. Like a, it, you just move the slot basically. Yeah, and the pedals themselves, you can move up, down, left, right. Right. Uh, you can change the angle of the pedal. Oh, that's cool. So because the the stand part that holds the steering wheel is between his legs and because he's short the brake pedal's pretty close to the pole uh-huh. so i had to shift the brake pedal and the seller pedal to the right to clear the uh, oh, yeah, pole yeah, yeah, so right, he, had, right. he had room to move and uh sometimes it's wa- interesting watching him drive because when he's doing like a standing start he left foot brakes so he's got a weird it's like awkward for him to 
it well it looks awkward to me but yeah. for him it's no big deal it's like just second nature because he doesn't know what it should be like in a car yeah right right so he doesn't really have that reference point so it's been kind of fun to see i left foot brakes sometimes i don't I, i've never the only time i've Left foot braked was when I was driving a manual and I jumped into an automatic and I pressed down on the brake like thinking it was a clutch. <laughs> yeah, the unexpected left yeah. foot brake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, otherwise, Not, no. A lot of dirt driving. Oh, okay. Yeah, left foot brake will help you rotate the car. That makes sense. Yeah, that was, that was fun. I guarantee you at Cars and Coffee there was a car that was not there. Your car? No, the Solo. This. Oh. Yeah, we were just talking about that earlier. Yeah, I don't know if this is a thing like in other parts of the U.S., but like you go to the mall and sometimes there's a car. I think it's a thing. Yeah, but is this electric solo car a thing in other parts of the U.S.? No, I think just the standard like Buick in the mall. Right. Right. Yeah. So you go into the mall and there's like nowadays there's like a Tesla store or something in the mall. Yep. But usually there'd be like the local Volvo dealer or the BMW dealer will have like two or three cars parked. Sometimes there's somebody there. Otherwise, the cars are just parked on display. Right. So Ryan went to the mall yesterday? yesterday. Yeah, so it was yesterday. I went down to the mall and I was walking through the parking lot and there were um, this three-wheel electric garbage machine. The Electromechanico. Electromechanico Solo. Yes. Uh, it's a one-seat, three-wheel. Garbage isn't the right word, but it's it's just this tiny little thing. And there, So there were three or four of them parked in their designated dead signs. It was designated it's parking. It's probably a test drive spot, It maybe? must be, because inside there were two guys with one, obviously trying to talk to folks. And it was pretty funny. Like, as I was walking by, I didn't want to talk to him, but other people didn't either. And the guy would, like, try it's, to engage people and, they'd, oh, and just, just walk by. Imagine if Jehovah's Witnesses were selling cars. Or it's like the people when you go to the mall that try to get you to to try their makeup or whatever, or the cologne people. Oh, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just the but that that just engage of with yeah. no uh, yeah, no input. It's the total cold selling, and you're just like, dude, I'm just trying to walk over here. Right, but I'm the, walking here. Yeah, but the the cars are visually not pretty. No, and the the back is very. It's just a bunch of slabs. Yeah, kind of just. Pasted together it looks with like a, a civic front end. It looks like a backward penis. It's wider at the front, and it's kind of bulbous in the front, and then it kind of slenderizes and tapers off to well, like a schlong a in the back side. Yeah, and it's got doors on it, which is you weird. You know what I didn't notice if there's a door or two doors? Well, all the pictures I've seen on the website are all with the door open are from the driver's side, but it's a single-seater, so I don't know why they're... Is it a drive? I, the cockpit? Yeah, I guess. I wonder if both sides open or just the one side. Because why would you need the other side to open? Yeah, and I guess the only reason you would have the left open is because you're so used to opening the left side of your regular car. Yeah, but I would assume the windows would roll down on both sides. I don't know if they roll down at all. <laughs> I mean, you might just be, you know That what? might be an extra option. It actually looks like a coffin stood on its side a little bit. Yeah, it kind of does. It's it's not a good looking car. No, it's not. But I've never seen a salesperson accompanying the car. Like I've been to that same mall. Yeah. And this was. Do you see it inside? A year ago, yeah. I never. I didn't know there was anything outside, but I saw it inside. And it was parked, and it yeah. was just kind of all by itself. They, there was a little kiosk, but nobody was there. Yeah, they were manning the kiosk this time. I, but where do you go buy this thing at? I, Is there it's a direct to consumer. How do they do that though? Just like Tesla. Yeah. You just buy it from them and they bring well, it to you. Right, but Tesla's got like a, a service center. They have like a I don't a that physical... part I don't know. And you know what's weird too? Why the Mission Viejo Mall? Yeah, I don't know. Of I don't... all places. 
Yeah, the the marketing that goes into that. Like the other day, I was at the Irvine Spectrum, and okay. I was walking through, and there was a empty storefront that had graphics plastered all over the windows because it's going to be soon the retail location for a company called Vinfast. Oh yeah, you sent a picture of that. Yeah, that they're standing a, up a storefront. Is it over by where? Um, oh shoot, it's over by the where the old Apple store used to be. Yeah, so, yeah. Well, uh, isn't that where the Stinger store was? Uh, maybe. Oh, uh, yeah. Hyundai had a, or this, Kia had a Stinger thing there. Yeah. So this VinFast is, I guess, the first Vietnamese car company that's yep. setting up shop in the U.S. And yep. I don't know how many Vietnamese car brands there are. I don't know. And I also don't know that they've even gotten approval to sell the things here. Probably not. But they're setting up a, a storefront. They're electric cars? I don't know. I actually have I don't know anything about them. Yeah. It'll be interesting, but I, what I'm kind of curious about is if, if you're buying a car where fast is in the name, does that kind of set some sort of expectation that it should be? 100%. And also, it's a weird name, VinFast. Vehicle identification number fast. Yeah, I don't think that's what they intended it to be, but... No, I'm sure it's, it's not. It's probably got some... Maybe it's like Vietnamese something something, like it's an acronym. They like, probably should have maybe thought about branding differently in the States. Yeah, but there's a lot of like companies that their names are lost in translation or it's yeah. it's just awkward english right right but yeah. well, it, it, i guess if it does well enough it doesn't matter what it's called it'll do well i mean yeah and i don't even know what they look like, like they could be really good looking cars yeah like fisker was an interesting brand name right well that's because it's named after him right but still i mean yeah. from a name standpoint it's like oh, it still is fisker and it's karma well now. the new fisker Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah he's yeah, got yeah. his own, yeah. With the ocean. I actually talked to somebody the other day that has an ocean on pre-order. The only person I know. Did he do it on a dare? No, it was she, and she's very excited about it because it is supposedly the world's most sustainable car. Vegan interior, recycled materials, all that stuff. Uh-huh. Supposedly. Supposedly, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's marketing. Yeah, I mean, Fisker, we'll see. We'll see where that goes. But on that, uh, that's but- staying on the e on the e-trip? The e-space. Okay. Yeah. Um, are you aware of Super 73? Yes. The e-bikes. I wanted to pre-order one. Okay. The new one just was teased. My brother-in-law has one. They're really fun to ride. They're yes. super, super fun. They just announced they're actually going to make a real motorcycle. Yes. And it this looks is, rad. This is the one that the pre-orders just opened up last week on. Yeah. I didn't look at like pricing or anything like that. They haven't announced pricing. Oh, I didn't even know it was up for pre-order. $73 to pre-order. <laughs> of course it is. Because Super 73. Right, right, right. It so looks bitchin'. It looks rad. Yeah. It looks like it's got like a, a full fairing. Like the body is enclosed. Yeah, like, kind of. It, it just looks like they took their e-bike and, and sort of... Enclosed the frame. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Yeah, and it's cool because it's it's a different form factor than a regular motorcycle. But it, it doesn't still look completely street legal because the headlight doesn't look like a full-on headlight. It's got some LED accents to it. Yeah, I mean, supposedly I see, it's a street legal bike. I don't see turn signals. So, I mean, there's there's a... But, well, but that's also in the pictures, right? So that, the rest of that could get added on. And, I mean, this And is I don't even a, know if they're pictures or renderings. There, there's definitely images. Yeah, that's true. And that's so true. for 73 bucks, I'm like, I would part with 73 bucks. I mean, it's fully refundable. Right. You could spend 73 bucks and put your name on a list, I guess. Did you do it? Not yet. Huh. Well, what? Okay. Only so. because, like, knowing my luck, I'd be like, oh, sweet. And then you come back and it's, oh, it's 10 grand. I'm like, yeah, it's don't probably, need- I would have to guess based on what I know about Zero and some of the other electric motorcycles. Yeah. You're probably eight or nine grand. 
because their regular bike's like 3400 right uh they start like at 14 okay yeah. so they start pretty cheap and well, then they, they relatively go yeah the fact yeah. that we're saying cheap but the crazy thing is, is like an e-bike is say 1500 bucks to three grand yeah, yeah. but a mountain bike that you got to pedal yourself it's is 10 <laughs> right <laughs> yeah dude i actually this was a few years back um, I went and looked at the new version of my old specialized mountain bike. Yeah. You couldn't get out the door for less than 10. So I'm looking $10, at the, $10,000 the for a mountain bike. 73 oh, their uh, website. website. So the super 73 Z model, the Miami edition is 2,100 bucks. That's their, that's a bike. Yeah. It's a bike. It's got yeah. like an open frame. It looks yeah, like yeah. a bicycle frame. The battery sits up underneath the seat and stuff. But then they have the other one with the battery on the frame. So yes, but the one that I'm all excited about. Let's see, is the Super 73-C1X. Okay, I do see turn signals now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one. It's super rad. And the paint scheme on it's cool, too. The white one? Yes. Yeah, I yeah. like it a lot. And they have a little tool on there where you can adjust your virtual height to see what the proportions are. That is uh, strange. So there's a slider. You can change the bike type. Yeah, but who's And then you can change the height. Well, because if you're Tom Cruise and you're five foot one, <laughs> the bike... Might be kind of big for you, Dude, but Tom if you're Cruise. Shaquille O'Neal, this thing doesn't even reach your junk. Yeah, you could just—you couldn't even sit on it. You could—you could walk it, over it. It does not look very big. No, but that's the thing—is it's—it's my take on it—is it's an EV Grom. Yeah, I wonder what the range it, is. Fifteen miles or fifteen-inch wheels. Oh yeah, what is the range on it? Does they it haven't. Say? They haven't said anything yet. That's going to be interesting to kind of follow that. And and so that's, for me, it's like, okay, do I just kick them 73 bucks and just kind of follow along just for the adventure? But Well, the thing, though, I mean, you need a motorcycle license, right? I'm assuming. Well, that's what I don't know. Because if it's like the e-bike, then I'll, shit, I'll just ride it around town. Right. Just because it's capable of going faster, does it, yeah, I don't know how it all goes. Yeah, because there's, I mean, an e-bike, you don't need a lot. Well, it's like with motorcycles. Basically, does this have pedals on it? I guess is the I, thing. I don't think it does. I don't it think it does pegs. either. It's no. just a. It's not a bike. It's not a bike. It's a motorcycle. It's a motorcycle, and that's what they've referred to it as. This motorcycle. They've used those words, which is freaking rad. We'll see. It'll be interesting to see a how much it is, and b uh, how much it is. Yeah, how much it is, and the yeah. specs and performance. Yeah, and all the rest of it. Yeah. Did I Rave. tell you that I bought an electric vehicle? Um, I got a Traxxas no. Slash. <laughs> yes, you did. That's that's technically an electric vehicle. It is an electric vehicle. Yeah. It's it's a, what is it, 18 volt? No, something like that. Maybe it is 18 volt? I don't I even know. know. No, it's probably 8.4 volts or something like that. But it's oh, a little yeah. RC, yeah. RC truck. So Grayson got his um, we, you know, back in January. And then we were having so much fun with his, I had to go out and get one of my own. Have you gone to the track? Uh, or not, the park or whatever? Ye, sort of. So there's two local, like low-key spots that aren't really accessible mm-hmm. to the public but they exist mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh well they're, it's not like a, a an address that you can go to and it's like a storefront or any sort of controlled access like one is literally behind a chain link fence in some public access area that's off the beaten path and the other one happens to be in a gated neighborhood that's not too far from my house oh got it so uh we've had a ton of fun with that and i've even got to the point where i have a scrap piece of plywood Make and a I, ramp out in the street, yeah, yeah, in front of the house, and we just jump it and go play with that, and it's been fun. Electric vehicle ownership has been all right so far. <laughs> they are fun, man. I've been seeing a lot of Rivians actually. I saw one today, two yesterday, 
I actually saw one with a bunch of furniture in the bed, which oh. somebody using it. Yeah, that's awesome. Which is cool. Yeah. And it's I like how distinct the headlights are because you know, like that's a Rivian. Which is weird because that's the thing that I guess the the real truck dudes don't like. And I don't have any problem with the it. The front mean, of it? Yeah, the oh, appearance of it. Like it's, it's, it is a little like uh robot eyes kind of. Yeah. I, I think the the dude bros have a problem with it that isn't like truck truckly enough. It's not Yeah, but they also have flat build hats. Yes, and they also have testicles hanging from the back of the truck. Oh, so maybe truck, the, truck, truck, truckles? truck nuts. Truck, yeah, that's what they truck were. Nuts. Truck nuts. So stupid, man. I don't know. <laughs> but to, to randomly go back to Tom Cruise that you brought up. Yes. So I learned today, L. Ron Hubbard. Yes. Scientology, right? Yeah. His first name is the L stands for Lafayette. Who names their kid Lafayette? I have no idea. What the, it's like such in a the 19th name. century, like in the late 19th century, to name your kid Lafayette. Well, he was born in like the 30s. Oh, is he that old? Yeah, yeah, because he died in 86, I think. Yeah, I knew he was around like in the 80s. I yeah. just didn't know what age he died. Yeah, I think he was born in the 30s. So, but I mean, freaking dude, I, I don't know why I went you, down this rabbit hole with Scientology. I was but, gonna say, are you going through the onboarding process? Oh, no, god, no. What a <laughs> bunch of kooks. Well. You've seen the you've seen the South Park episode. Oh oh, uh, I don't know if I have actually the one where Tom Cruise is in the closet and no. they do the whole R. Kelly trapped in the closet thing. Have not. Is it good? It's good, but yeah. they actually will have a disclaimer that says these are the actual words from the book of Scientology yeah, or yeah. whatever. Yeah, and it's all about like spaceships and, and volcanoes and and your soul and it's just all sorts of weird sci-fi like. Well, L. Ron Hubbard was a science fiction writer. Of course right. it is. But it wasn't even good science fiction. It's just kind of like shitty paperback science fiction that you get at a thrift store kind of thing. Yeah, you know? he wrote for a lot of pulp uh, like pulp publications. Yeah. So, yeah, it was a lot of cheesy sci-fi. But, man, what <laughs> weird. like What got you started? I don't know. You know what I think it was? There's that... Uh, Leah Leah Rimini. Oh yeah, the actress. Yeah, 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 she, yeah. She's got that Netflix. She has show. that Netflix show, and I was probably scrolling through Netflix and noticed it. I haven't watched it. Yeah, neither have I. Noticed it, and that's more commitment than I'm willing to put in this. But I pull. I ended up looking for an article, just kind of like just to get an overview of what it's about. It, kind well, of thing. My question was, how does that even happen? How does this giant weird ass cult even happen? Yeah. So it's kind of looked into the history of it. But, like, all cults are kind of like that. You know, it's one of those things where they, they get people, they kind of manipulate them into ostracizing their existing friends and network. And oh, yeah, like, they make you give up everything. Yes. Yeah, and give them all their all your money. Yeah, and from what I understand, it's like, when, I, I think the phrase is, they audit you. Yeah. And in that process, you're supposed to be telling them your deepest, darkest secrets. So at that point, they've and got... And they record it all, too. Yeah, so then it's blackmail. Right, which they claim it's not. But it kind of is. Yeah. So uh, so I started digging into just... It's just interesting, right? I like learning about stuff and yeah, yeah, something yeah. to learn about. But um, the Times, the New York Times, ended up getting a hold of a bunch of documents from a court deal. And like the churches are super secretive oh, yeah, about yeah, everything. Yeah. But it says, so I sent this to you earlier, it says, a major cause of mankind's problems began 75 million years ago when the planet Earth, then called 
Tijiak, I guess, was part of a confederation of 90 planets under the leadership of a despotic ruler named Xenu. Then, as now the material state, the chief problem was overpopulation. Xenu decided to take radical measures. Surplus beings were transported to the volcanoes on Earth and bombed, destroying the people but freeing their spirits, called Thetans, which attached themselves to one another in clusters. The Times concluded, when people die, these clusters attach to other humans and keep perpetuating themselves. Huh. This is what gets me is that <clears throat> it's the same thing with like flat earthers. These people, huh. rational human beings, yeah. believe this. Yeah. Which clearly they're not rational human beings at that point. Yeah, it's 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 fascinating. Like and I I don't understand the I'm I'm not at all religious. I'm not either. And so the motivation that religion gives people kind of astounds me like they go oh you know i i can do this because of my beliefs yeah. in, in this and it's like from a super high level like the idea of doing good things helping others all that type of stuff that's actually positive totally down with yep. that makes sense but then when it starts veering off into these weird offshoots or gets kind of it's open to interpretation like where you have the same religion it, "Quote unquote," and you have different sects. Yeah, that and are they all believe slightly different, different things. things. Right. What gets me, and right or wrong, right? But what really I don't, I can't get past is that your people believe in a magical space wizard, essentially. Yes, but they created everything. But their space, but wizard, their space wizard is better than the other space wizard. It's the true one. The all the other ones are sure. fake or something. But somehow, and you're supposed to be afraid of it. Yes, that I don't understand either. Like. Shouldn't you be, it shouldn't be something to, I don't know. I, the whole thing trips me out. Yeah, the easiest way I've ever understood religion is it was a way of controlling people back before government or laws or rules were really a thing. Right, and that's so the way I understood it. Yeah, do do what I say, otherwise this mythical angry being will, will smite you. <laughs> right. right. So that's, yeah, it's, it's fascinating, but again, it's just, it's an interesting subject, and I have no problem. I've taken like theology classes yeah, in college, I've and it's read fascinating. All the books, right? Yeah. But when you start getting into these interesting offshoots, where you're like, "Really, Scientology? This is what you're going for?" <laughs> well, yeah. I um, I don't get it. I don't get Scientology. I don't get the flat Earth thing. I don't get give me all your money, and that's the only way. Like these mega churches. Oh yeah, right? those are those are kind of hard when they're just like all about this like ostentatious wealth. When you have these these uh ministers or right and they're wearing rolexes and you know, private jets people and, that can barely eat they're telling them you yeah. give me all your money yes yeah it, there's a specific name for that i can't remember what it's called but it's but yeah you basically give all your money to god and and he will reward you somehow T tithings maybe no nah, that's standard with all religions, oh, but i, I think it's like know. prosperity something or other i don't yeah. know what it's dude the um uh the one one of the best things though to come out of religion is, and I can't remember where I saw was some meme a while ago, but apparently some guy had been replacing the baby Jesus in his uh, mom's... What's that called with the... Picture frames? No. Collage? No, no, no. Where they're in the manger. Oh, oh. What's that called? The yeah. nativity. The nativity scenes. Yeah, so he kept Christmas. replacing it with a little a little Yoda, and it took her years to, to notice. I like the one where they take pictures of Jesus and they replace it with... Um, what the hell is the dude from... Uh, he rode the motorcycle long way. Oh, Ewan McGregor? Yes. Oh, that's in Star funny. Wars, because yeah, he yeah. looks like Jesus. Oh, yeah, he's wearing robes. And he's wearing yeah, robes. Yeah, yeah. So they, 
And so people have pictures of Jesus in their house, and then one of the kids or something replaces it with Ewan McGregor from Star Wars. That's so funny. And it's pretty subtle because at a quick glance, it, it's a dude with you know facial hair, long hair, and yeah, a I robe. Mean, and you're like, oh, yeah, all right. I mean, we're yeah, except he's white, right? But you know, white people don't think about that. <laughs> no, because they dumb. Yeah, it's yeah. it's interesting. The, the, uh, so you and McGregor, Star Wars, Mandalorian, Doc Brown just got cast in a role for season three. Which do you you said earlier maybe it's a crossover? That's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping <laughs> he shows up in a Back to the Future DeLorean would be amazing, and just ends up in the Star Wars Mandalorian timeline. Yeah, I I, I have no idea. They, the only thing they know is what's Christopher Lloyd, right? Is his name? Yeah, Christopher yeah. That Lloyd. is. I was gonna say, what is Christopher Lloyd? <sighs> yeah, that took me a minute. Uh, Doc Brown. Doc Brown. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, anyways, I, they just announced it the other day, and I don't know anything more about it. But what a weird. I can't keep straight. Like, I still haven't watched The Mandalorian, and I don't really. I'm not. It's worried really to... good because it's cool. Like, it's the way it's done. You don't have to know anything about anything else, really. It's like a space western. Yeah, but any of these things where they cr- they spawn this whole new universe or world and it's all these offshoots off of this one thing and it's like it gets it gets sometimes tedious it gets so big it's like yeah. i don't care anymore well then like these people that are super into it they get into the books because all the books create more stuff and right. it's like i can't no thank you because there's the mandalorian mandalorian it's el mandaloriano yes according to this lego set that's sitting next yeah. to you it's yeah oh it's the spanish version why would you buy the english version because the bricks are mas mejor. <laughs> so you have the Mandalorian, and yeah. then don't you have like an Obi-Wan? Or this? Yeah, they're making an Obi-Wan series. They just did a Boba Fett series, which turned into basically Mandalorian 2.5. Right. Which, that was weird. Do they, they could have done way more stuff with that. Do they cross over? Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not. They're not creating different worlds. It's just, just different chunks different of time or different characters. Different, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, however, if you get into the books, then that gets. I will tune Insane. in if there's one that's nothing but R2, D2s, just beeps. Yes, <laughs> that would be, and it's all subtitled. That would be. Pretty it's funny. the same beeps, but it's just different messages. Yeah, and you're like, right. What the hell? Yeah, I would watch that. That would be pretty fun. Or if there's a planet full of like C3POs, like oh god, <laughs> just people walking stiffly. Uh, yeah, with their mm-hmm. awkward gait. Yeah, I would watch that, but. Yeah, it, I have Disney Plus, or at least I have access to Disney Plus, and and we've watched stuff on there, but we haven't even crossed into any of the Star Wars universe stuff. There's um, and I, I'm the same way with Marvel and DC and all that shit. Like I'll Marvel watch has a ton of stuff. Yeah, yeah, and I've seen some of the movies, but I haven't seen them all. I don't yeah. care that you know there's all these offshoots and oh it goes. The, eh. Some of the characters are interesting, and like I'll watch some stuff. They did a. Um, Oh, do you remember the comic that was, um, oh shoot, was it called What If? It was like an alternate timeline sort of comic? No. It was a Mar- It was a Marvel book. But anyways, they did an animated series based on that. And there were a couple episodes that were really good and okay. like stood on their own. It was pretty cool. And then some of it was just like, why am I watching this for 30 minutes? Yeah. But some of it was, that was kind of neat. Like when they, I like also reading um, alternate history books. Okay. Like, what if Germany won or like yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah, that, yeah. right? That kind of stuff's super interesting. Where it's, too, it's sort of grounded in a realistic premise, but then it's like, okay, well, if this small thing changed, what right. else could change? Yeah, sort of like, uh, what is that, The Man in the High Tower or whatever that 
the oh that series yeah yeah well it was a book originally right yeah yeah like everything right yeah everything uh, is now watchable on TV there's a Gremlins cartoon coming out you showed me a screenshot of it why and it looks too cute and cuddly it like does the animation style looks too Pokemon like not oh, dark yeah, enough a little bit why does why can't Hollywood just get a new idea because I I, I would say that it's the Business managers, like the people that decide the financing, have to be able to kind of predict some sort of return. And they know that if there's a built-in audience for whatever they're doing, it's a lot less risk. I guess. But it is kind of boring. It's like we don't need a remake or a reboot. No, they're constantly remaking stuff. They're going to make a, uh, oh, shoot, what was it? They're making another Home Alone, maybe? Well, I watched, Oh, they made that new Yeah, Christmas time. Yeah. That one wasn't too bad, but... It could have had a completely different name and just been perfectly fine. It didn't right. have to use the Home Alone name in any right. way. Well, yes, they did. Why? Money. Well, yes, but I mean, although it wasn't a it, theatrical release. No, it was, it was streaming. Yeah, streaming, so I don't know. So. That's weird. Wasn't it on Netflix? No, I think it was Disney+. Plus. Oh, maybe. Oh, there's a new Panda movie on Disney+, Plus that's supposed to be pretty good. The Turning Red. Yeah, have you watched that? We watched that. So was that, it good? My sister said it was good. It's good. Yeah. It's good. It's it's about a 13-year-old Chinese girl that lives in Toronto, Canada. And turns into a panda. Yeah, she's, oh, go- and she's a, going through yes. puberty, and basically when her emotions get the best of her, she turns into this red panda. And it... And gonna, yes, she just goes from person to panda... Like, and that's puberty in her. It's basically, yeah, it's like a metaphor for puberty and, and being able to control your emotions and all the challenges with, with that whole awkward stage yeah. of life. But it's also something that I guess all of the women in her family have had to go through. So, oh, interesting. So you realize that all of the women in her life, like her mom, her grandma, her They're aunts, all pandas. At one point or another, they, yeah, they did it. So it's uh, it's pretty fun. I mean, yeah. there's this is the first Disney movie where I've seen twerking. It's the, it's the <laughs> okay. first Disney movie where the word crap was mentioned. I like it. Um, but it was good. Yeah. Is it the animation style more like um, Pixar or like Big Hero 6 sort of style? It's I would say it's kind of more Big Hero 6. Which just kind of has an anime feel to it a little bit. Yes. I mean, there, there are some scenes where it's like really well detailed, but there's other ones where it's it's meant to look more just kind of like comic yeah. and, and two-dimensional. But I liked it. Mainly because of the fact that it was actually set in a real location. Oh, yeah, because it's in, in Canada. So. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. in Toronto. Right. So, like, uh, the Big Hero 6 is set in San Fran. Oh, know, yeah, that's Tokyo? a fake. Like something it, like that. San Fran. It, yeah, yeah. It's like a mashup of, mashup, right. of Tokyo and San Francisco. Right. So, it's a made-up spot, whereas this has actually got real landmarks. And you're like, oh, okay, I've seen the tower. You know, I know where that is kind of thing. That's what's cool about, um, I don't know if you've ever read Dean Kuntz stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He'll yeah, name could, stuff locally. Yeah. And he'll like he had a whole I can't remember which book it was, but there was a whole like chase scene where the guy rolls his car into a field that's now the library um, in Corona del Mar. But it was across the street from my girlfriend at the time's house. Oh, wow. So you're reading about that. And then they have this whole big fight at the fun zone in Balboa. <laughs> like it was it was cool. Yeah. Like that. It's neat when you can identify. That's my point. When you can identify what you're either watching or you know, it's anchored in a real place, and you can imagine that you're there or you're seeing it much oh, yeah. more. You, it's believable. And it's, it, I guess, and the same thing is true when something is set in a location, and you can totally tell it's not there. Like they do a lot of filming in Canada, and they go, right. "Oh, this is New York, or this yeah. is Chicago." Yeah, yeah, and you're like, yeah. no, that's Canada. Yeah. 
or this is Southern California. Like, no, it's, yeah, it's no. definitely not. Yeah, that's Florida. You know, you're just like, okay. There was a, um, there used to be an app. I don't know if it still works or even what it was called, but you could, um, it was an app on your phone and it would tell you different landmarks, um, different uh, places that were used in movies and things like that around you. Kind of like a, oh, there was, mm-hmm. I, I had an app like that called uh, WikiHood. No, it wasn't that. And you could, you would fire it up wherever you're at, and it would Tell point out there. anything that was a point of interest or anything that was interesting in the area. And you would hold it up, and you would spin around. Oh, that's cool. And it would tell you, okay, in this direction, you know, this is so-and-so yeah. or whatever it was. Yeah. So that was always cool because when you ended up somewhere, and you're like, oh, what's this? You know, there was one, like on the way out to Las Vegas, there's a mining operation. Yeah. And you're like, what the hell are they mining here? And so I fired up the app and, oh, and it tells it held you. it up and it told you, okay, this is the largest, you know, deposit of and I can't remember what the mineral was. Oh, uh, was it uh not talc? Uh No, it was something I, I want to say it was like something that was actually in demand, like like cobalt or, oh, or okay. lithium or something weird, but huh. it was just like, Oh, all right. Weird. Yeah. No, yeah, those anyways, those kind of apps are really cool. But this one specifically had a lot of movie locations. Oh, interesting. And it was like a, you could click on, I just yeah. want to see movie locations, and it would tell you. like Because what that thing you do was filmed right down the street yeah, from me. Yeah, the orange traffic circle. Yeah, yeah. the traffic circle. And then um, like the in Irvine, one of those buildings was the, I want to say the outside shots for like Stark Industries and one of the oh, Iron yeah, Man yeah. films or something like that. And I mean, there's a lot of stuff that's been filmed around here. Yeah, that, that is just kind of like on the, on the low key. Yeah, no. Yeah, but, speaking of apps, I've got... I discovered a new functionality that I've never utilized before, and it's actually been kind of fun. So okay. we, we booked our, our spring break adventure, yeah. and the United app has a widget. And I don't use widgets on my iPhone. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't really either. I, only on the when you swipe uh, left. left yeah. yeah. So the United widget is showing exactly how many days and how many hours oh, until cool. I depart for my vacation. That's pretty cool. And it makes me think of the construction paper chain link that you used to build like in grade school to count yeah. down how many days till Christmas or the end of school year. Oh, I, we never did them for that. They were just like garland. Oh, yeah. We did it for like counting what? down Christmas. We did That's like, a really good idea. Yeah, because the kids the can tear a link and yeah. visually understand how far away it is. Damn it. So this is the digital app version. But the best part is there's a little timeline on the bottom. There's a little airplane. Yeah, so that's cool. So as you get closer to the departure, the airplane gets closer and closer to the right. That's pretty cool. And... uh I don't Does know it why. make you feel like you've got something to look forward to? Yes. Yeah. And like I, that's exactly why they do it. This is dumb, but I check my phone multiple times yeah. a day. Like right now, I'm 21 days and 20 hours. So that's from why. Departing. That's 100 why they do it. Then right to to get you in that to, mindset and have something to look forward to. That's really cool. Yeah. That's experiential. It totally is. And yeah, now I it's like, like it. what else can I add? Can I? What is there some other sort of calendar widget that I can put in there to count down towards like? Dinner reservations, so and so, or just like a timer, or something. yeah, a baseball yeah. game, yeah. or just whatever sort of event that you're kind of looking forward to. I don't use widgets because I don't, I just don't. This is the first widget I've yeah. ever used. I don't like the big block taking up, and then your apps are in weird spots. Yeah, I, I'm I very, like, I, I know where everything is, and I want it in those spots. Yeah, I know. I'm kind of the same way. Yeah. Like my, my home screen is like I didn't, I don't even have this widget on my home screen. It's on the second screen. So that way my home screen oh, is still, okay. still the way clean. it is. Right. And then, then I swipe one screen yeah, to the so right. Yeah, so I just have the widgets that are these ones. Yeah, I have the same one, like the stock market. I yeah. have the, the news, the weather. I have one that tells me how much money I lost today. Is that the stock market one? Or? No, it's uh, um, oh. Robin Hood. Oh, okay. 
Yeah, I guess I could do that one. I just mm. choose not to. Yeah, it's probably not. <laughs> you know what? I, I need to take it off because I, I'm I'm all most of my stuff is like way long term hold. If, if so I, I don't need to know. If I think positively, my balance has stayed the same even through this tumultuous time in the market. But if I really think about it, it's because I keep dumping more cash into it and it's just staving yeah. off. <laughs> yeah. But it's I'm buying stock at a lower price. Sure. So long term, yeah. I'm sure I'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. But it's still very like I know. You I look know. at stuff and you, I mean, the stocks came back up a little bit. Yeah. I, I just had my uh, my tax appointment, my virtual appointment over the phone. Ah. Uh, we submitted all our documents online. And then Wednesday, I talked with our tax preparer, the, yeah. our, our accountant lady. And uh, the IRS has already got their money out of the account. And that <laughs> one's fun. Of course they do. Yeah. It's not fun when you owe two digits to the left of the comma. Yeah, no, no, I, I'm not in that bad of a position. Yeah, but I've got to write a couple checks. But I get about a third of it back from the state of California. Oh, Cal- so, California was very mad at me this year. Yeah, California always likes us, which is interesting, but the IRS doesn't. And a lot of it has to do with just the fact that Jeanette gets... Um, stock par- options. She gets stock, right. Yeah. And so when they vest, right. that's the tax. And they take taxes out, but... Yeah, she it's probably sell to cover. Yeah, but it's not enough. So we, we need right. to change whatever they sell to right. cover her taxes right. to take to sell more of yep. it so that we don't have to keep having these huge chunks of money taken from us well i had to do i mean i had to do my business taxes and it pisses me off because i write california an 800 hundred dollar check regardless of anything else happening and isn't then, that just like a prepayment more or less kind of but i mean no it's a minimum California has a minimum. So no matter what, you're always out 800 bucks. Yes, yeah, so let's say I did zero business in a year. You owe me 800 The bucks. cost of doing business is $800 okay. in California. I thought it was like you send them 800 bucks, and then if you do your, your paperwork and stuff, they would send you... No, no, no. This is California. They ain't getting yeah. you crap back. And they're raising the gas prices. That's not California. The taxes have been well, jacked. I but it's, it's, all, it's all over the place. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> $6.50 I saw today. Yeah, and yet... The last time oil prices were at this point, like under a hundred dollars a barrel, which gas was like half. Yeah, it yeah. was like three fifty four or something yeah. like that. So it's just the oil companies. Like we talked about this before. Where I know. Like it's just Exxon. You know, had they made twenty three billion dollars right. last year. So people are making money. It's just not us. No, absolutely <laughs> not. Yeah, seriously. But um, so Lego stuff. Speaking, going back to the Doc Brown, or going back to your El Mandalor- El Mandaloriano. Uh, yes, uh, next month, I think it is, uh, Back a- to the Future DeLorean. April 1st. Which looks freaking rad. It looks so awesome. And you can build all three versions. Right. And I've had the other Lego set, the original one. Yeah. The Lego Cusco. I the think one that you have is like, that thing's worth some bucks. Oh, I know. And I, that's why I kept the box. Right. I have the instructions still inside it, but it's built at my desk at work. And did I, that one, was that, you could build three versions? Yes. And it was more of a, f- kind of a wireframe style a little bit. It was, I think, maybe eight studs wide. It was a really smaller scale. Yeah, small. Smaller scale build. And it had the gullwing doors. Right. And you could build the the original time machine, the 1950s one with the uh, the the box electronics on the hood. Right. And then you can build the... The, the train one. The le- well, the levitating, yeah, that, that that was the train one, right? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And then the the levitating one with the Mister Fusion, yeah, on the rear, which is so rad. And so the new Lego set comes with a banana, yeah, a banana brick because of the Mister Fusion <laughs> machine. So that one, it's it, got the hoverboard. It does have the. Yeah. The weird thing is, is like the the scale is much bigger, but it comes with the Doc Brown minifig, and it comes with the 
Well, a lot of those sets, like the 1989 Batmobile, the like oh, I they didn't all realize come, it. They yeah, come with yeah, a lot of them come with minifigures. Okay. However, right now I'm um, doing the Ecto One build, which is the newer Ecto One from the new movie with a bunch of rust stickers that I'm leaving off because yeah. no, thank you. Um, but that one didn't come with minifigures. What I want to see is because I have that original Back to the Future DeLorean set. If Marty McFly and Doc Brown look the same, because no, they're different. The the but, printings are totally different, and they're um, I think I they're in different bother. outfits as well. I didn't even bother to check. I didn't. I, it happened to be one of the um, pictures in the article. Yeah, the pictures that I saw because I've had that other Lego set for probably fifteen years, dude. I'm like jealous that you have it because it's such a cool little set. Yeah, yeah, and I, I still have the extra bricks. Yeah. So, like, right now I have it built as the 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 Back to the Future 3, the levitating one. Did it come with the um, uh, train wheels? Because uh, the new one's got an extra set of wheels. It comes with, like, it's like it's a hubcap. So you pull the center of the wheel mm, out, mm-hmm. and it's got, like, the, the spoke. Yeah. Um, but I haven't use that one and the wheels they rotate down oh, that's to cool. hover so yeah. yeah that's the way and it's got the uh the orange and silver barcode license plate yep so that's yeah. the one i've got but this one is uh, what 170 bucks 169 something like that but it's a big one it's like 1400 pieces i think 1500 yeah. pieces like it's, that. it's whatever the like the same as the batmobile and the, i think it's in that range yeah i, I think one size wise i think i'm gonna need to get that it's one. pretty excellent yes and i'm a back to the future fan like i, I bought the the chilton uh, or was it the Haynes? Yeah, the Haynes. The uh, repair manual for the right. DeLorean that had a bunch of Back to the Future tidbits and trivia and, and behind the scenes stuff. And uh, I'm, I, mean, I hate Back to the Future, obviously. Yeah, you've got the, the poster up. <laughs> yeah, and so I, I I'm pretty sure I'm going to need to buy that. I would ag- I would agree with you. Yeah. And the hard part is is like the justification for it is kind of weak. It's just it's really cool and I really want it. But that's exactly that's self care, man. <laughs> I've been doing a lot of that lately. Well, you know what? And I've been using the same excuse for it because I I managed to get a promotion last month. And so I said, oh, this is my reward. So that was the, the Traxxas RC truck I bought because I got promoted. Right. And then I bought a sweet new old vintage Seiko watch from 1977 that's also known as the Darth Vader watch. Yeah, those are cool. And that was a reward to myself because I got a promotion. Yeah, why not? But I really think it's just because I wanted it and it's cool, but I can justify it somehow by, hey, I'm making more money. But, but, that's, but that's that's how everything is, right? Everything that you buy, for the most part, that's not a life necessity. Yes. It's mostly just because you want it. Yeah, yeah. But these seem, I, yeah, I don't know why. It's 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 a mental thing where it's like. Where Maybe because you have a kid. It, it could be that. Yeah. And, like, oh, this is less money that he gets. Right. Or can benefit from. Yeah, it, I think it's part of that. But Although he could play with the Lego. That's also part of the justification. This yeah. could be a, a father-son adventure. Speaking of, did you get the DeLorean instruction? I mean, the Countach instruction? No, yet? so I what I need to do is I, I have a um, I have a organizer, like one of those like um, totes that has the lid that opens up and it's got these little cubby holes. Oh, yeah. You, you kind of like, like a tackle box, sort of? Sort of, but you usually put like screws or oh, yeah. bolts or yeah, something yeah, in it. Yeah, yeah. So I've got one of those. And I need to take the the um, oh, Porsche apart. apart and sort all the pieces right. because otherwise, because with the with the Porsche build, with any of the big Lego builds, they refer to it by the bag. Right. So you open up bag number one, and the instructions are using all the pieces out of bag number one. But with this mock, with this this user created Lamborghini Countach instruction set, 
There are no bags. There are no bags. And so you're going to be spending, okay, I need to find this one brick that's three studs wide and, and one stud long and it's got this shape or something well so it makes sense to sort it all yes for sure so i the the porsche is still built it's still sitting next to my computer on the desk aka dining room table (laughs) right um but yeah i I need to start tearing that apart sorting all the pieces and then i'll download the instructions and build the countach because i really want that i really want to see it yeah and you know speaking of the countach they have the speed champions countach that just came out Yes, that, that I can't freaking find anywhere, and it's twenty bucks. Yeah, twenty bucks. You can't find it. Yeah, and it's the cool. I think it's the coolest of them. Well, they ones. let you pre-order it. Like, uh, I mean, it's out. You could, I could order it online, right? But that's actually why I went to Mission Viejo yesterday because it said they had it in stock. And when I got there, the guys like, "Well, we had two. Yeah, I call now. I the last time yeah, I went down there because it was to get the. But will bro- they hold it for you? No. Oh, okay. But you know that okay. I live twenty minutes away. What are the odds of them selling three of them between now and sure. twenty minutes? Right. Depending on what it is. True. Right. So we had to call over there, and it was we were trying to track down the Ford Bronco set, the Lego Bronco. Oh the yeah, Speed the Champion yep, series. Yep. So that was last year's kind of with the R. Yes, it is a rat. That's one of my favorite ones. So that one we called, and they said, "Oh, we just got four. And like we we called like a couple times. Yeah. And we're like, oh, we're out of stock. They haven't got it yet. Oh, we're getting a delivery tomorrow. Right. Called, and then they said, "Yeah, we have four. And we rushed over, and they, all four were sitting on the shelf. Oh, so that's we, cool. So we bought all four. No, we just, <laughs> we just like, bought one. Well, I don't think they'd let you buy all four. Usually, the stuff like that's like limit two. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know. I'm not an asshole, so I don't really ever try right. to buy multiples of anything. But yeah. I actually, this is the first time too that I saw the new Lego UCS Adat actually in person that they just came out with. It's like another one of those giant sets right. from Star. And UCS's Ultimate Collectors series. Yeah, and it's man, it is massive, but it's just a big gray box on legs. Well, that's what the thing is in real life. Right. And so. I and I love the ad at, but an $800 ad at, I can't do it. There must be something amazing about it, like on the inside. It's or just something. giant. No, it's got, well, I mean, it has, you know, it opens and you, there are a bunch of minifigures with it, but. And it's got lifelike genitalia. It does. That nice. would make me laugh if somebody just made some sort of like um, <laughs> dong for it or something, or just like. Have you seen the, um, some guy did a whole photo series of basically like an ad ad as a puppy. I remember seeing something like that. That like, were pretty funny. Yes. Yeah, that was they, that was pretty well done. But the yeah, I, I mean the thing's huge. I just don't. I, I don't know. I don't get it. So. Yeah. I mean, I love all, all that stuff. Obviously, like that's you know Star oh, Wars. I, is, I love Star Wars, but that I didn't, don't know. <laughs> Can't quite pull the trigger on that. I was amazed like how big it is. Oh, and so the, the other thing, I was talking to the guy that works there, and this amazed me. They build most of the stuff. Oh, the employees in the do. store. Yeah. Except he said. Like any of the large builds. So as an example, the Millennium Falcon, when they had that, the ADAT showed up built. How does those not fall apart in transit? Oh, I don't know. They're not glued. Huh. It was a trip. I asked him because he said they're not glued because when we moved it from the front of the store to where the case it was in, he said some of the stuff fell apart. So they had to put it back together. But I didn't realize that, like, why would, I wonder why they shipped the big stuff done, not the small stuff. It would seem like that would be the way you would go. I wonder if it's just the big stuff is seen as higher value and therefore more risk from a loss prevention standpoint. Because I, I, from I, what I've heard mm-hmm. talking to some of those same employees is they're able to build the sets at home. Oh, really? Yeah, and bring them in. Huh. So maybe that's what it was. Maybe they when it was brought in, it was brought from somebody's house. No, he said it was shipped to them that way. That's weird. Yeah, it's super. But weird. why? Because I mean, the from a 
cost standpoint. Oh, it's massive. Shipping something that large right. and that fragile has got to be a pain in the ass versus shipping them a box that it comes in. Even the, um, I guess the, what was that, the Daily Bugle, that Spider-Man set? That's yeah. like the giant building. That one he said showed up built. Really? Yeah, super weird. Interesting. Maybe, maybe they do it because those builds take too long. And they don't want to pay employees to put them together? Yeah, maybe. Interesting. Because I think, like, people were saying the Millennium Falcon we, takes, like, a week. I think we need to get part-time jobs working at the Lego store, like, one or two days a week. I Honestly, I I think it'd be fun. I Yeah. Yeah. But they make you wear, like, uh, An arm covers. Really? Yeah. Just get minifig skin color, like, bright yellow. <laughs> I mean, every time I've gone into the South Coast Plaza, one there's a guy that works there. It's always got a thing on his arm, and I asked him about it. He said, tattoos. Oh. I don't know, man. Yeah, it's kind of weird. I mean, yeah. like, why do you care? Because kids. Nah, kids. But I don't think it's the kids. It's the parents. Kids need it, role models that they know. Like, hey, it's okay. Maybe it's not even parents. It's got to be, like, grandparents. Because, I mean, I see so many parents. Like, I, I went to the Little League game today and, for yeah. Grayson, and like, pretty much everybody's got a tattoo at some right. point. So it's like, I don't think they're quite the, the taboo that they once were. No, they, they aren't. I mean, you know, I well, I was at a startup, so shorts and a t-shirt every day, but... Most companies, like even this new place, you know, I've been on a few meetings in a t-shirt and nobody seems to care. Well, how much are they seeing of your arms? I mean, most of time. Enough that they notice. That you have arms? Yeah, exactly. Hey, we notice that you've got yeah. both arms there, Ryan. Look at you, doing well, doing yeah. well in life. Um, speaking of both arms, I saw a, somebody sent me a video, I'll have to send it to you, actually, it's pretty rad. It's a woman who's, I think she's 18, one arm and one leg. Okay. And I'm, I don't know the whole story behind it, but she's a, a I guess, Paralympic skier. Oh, and yes. And she is freaking flying down this mountain, dude. It she's is amazing. She's got like a like little a pole. A pole that that's she's... That's sort of the other ski, I guess. Yes. Yeah, and it is freaking rad, dude. She is hauling ass. Yeah, that's it was pretty, pretty cool. awesome. Yeah, to get out there and just... I don't... I mean, I can't imagine. That's so neat. Did I send you... There was something that I saw, and it was shot at Woodward. And it was a dude in a wheelchair that he's kind of like an X Games athlete. And so he takes off this huge, massive skateboard ramp uh-huh. and crashes hard on the other side. And basically the comments are like, well, he's already paralyzed. So wow. <laughs> what's the... Wow. But I wonder if that's his his, that's his justification. Like yeah, He's yeah, like, yeah. well, really, what's the risk? I think it's kind of rad that people do like skate parks and stuff like people build special wheelchairs yeah just go for it I mean, yeah it's just like life is meant to be enjoyed it's an adventure so do what you can to make the most of the adventure well a guy i know and unfortunately he's passed away but a guy that i know of knew from way back in the day he used to work on he worked at like um a super shop and much okay. stuff. anyways really good fabricator he started a business doing uh extreme or i don't know what you would call them like skate park wheelchairs oh interesting. that was his whole thing like helping those kids that wanted to go do that and yeah. they would send you know like they were doing uh half pipes and all kinds of stuff super cool yeah I, if i could i would try totally try doing that or you in the wheelchair or just yeah i mean you know, if, if i was wheelchair bound i mean oh i see what you're saying i would totally try to do it. i mean yeah, yeah. hell you could probably get me to go down a ramp in an office chair that'd be fun I mean, not a steep ramp, and I probably wouldn't try to jump anything, but I, no. would, I would go down a ramp in I an mean, office chair. Who hasn't done stupid stuff on office chairs? Oh, yeah. 
I, we've all done stupid yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's just a, it's, <laughs> it's just the next evolution of that, I guess. That's what we need to start up is some sort of X Games office style competition where using nothing but office chairs, <laughs> like we, a luge competition down some sort of like like the concrete. Yeah. Uh, oh, the like the riverbed. Yeah. 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 The L.A. River. Yeah. We used to do uh, shopping cart races. Oh yeah. Done that. We've done we've done them on skates too. Oh okay. Like had somebody in the basket and you're on rollerblades and you're pushing like skating as fast as you can. And then we would always do it until the manager of the uh, Stater brothers came out and yelled at us and wanted a shopping cart back. Yeah. Hey, yeah, you kids get out of here. Apparently shopping carts are kind of expensive. Yeah. That's what I've heard. Yeah, I never realized that because you don't think about it. It doesn't have any sort of perceived value. Cause no, never... it's just a thing. It's a, it's a prop. Yes. Right. Dude, you know what? <laughs> you know how they have a lot of places have that automatic, um, lock up your shopping cart if you pass a certain line. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. where it locks it. Yeah. The other day, I was at the grocery store pushing my shopping cart, and, mm-hmm. I, and I had to go around a the, car in an island, and it, there was no stripe on the ground or anything. They paint those stripes, so you know. Right, right, so you know. And it just went too far. And I had to pick up the front of it a little bit, or no, the back of it, and like super awkwardly drag it basically to my car. So looking at Uline.com, a wire shopping cart, Starts at two hundred and thirty bucks. That is not cheap for one, and so you realize that when they've got like sixty of them pushing them. Yeah. Okay, so the wire one's two thirty. How much do you think the plastic shopping cart is? Five hundred. Two twenty-five. Oh. You save five dollars. Ooh, that's a bargain. bargain, right? But anyways, it was but, it locked up, and I had to drag it. And you know that's embarrassing. Oh, weird. It's like weirdly embarrassing because you feel like do you did all something four wrong. wheels lock up or just the front? Just, it's the back left oh just a single wheel yeah but there's it's got these weird like cages so you when you tilt it it makes it really you're either digging into the ground or you just screw it and basically drag it but it you you do sort of feel like you did something wrong and it's not like it unlocks when you go back over the line apparently they have to do something to it to unlock it well i'd be a dick and just drag them all over the line it's tempting (laughs) or just actually stand like part way down the aisle and just Just push it and see and yeah yeah they'll just grind to a halt man this actually i might end up doing that someday yeah the other day it was kind of windy and and jeanette and i were doing our our morning walk and there was a uh a shopping cart that was loose in the parking lot that was like rolling around and i went over there like just randomly not randomly but i mean went over there and grabbed the shopping cart and walked it all the way over to the car corral just because it was what seven in the morning and it was rolling towards the street in which people drive by I just, I don't understand people that don't return the shopping cart to the car crawl. It's not that big of a deal. What is even trippier to me is you'll see people that will leave the cart next to, like, two spaces away. Oh, yeah. You yeah. didn't even have to go that far. That's my dream spot, usually. If I'm parking, if I can park next, right next to, to it. Yeah, or yeah. a spot over. Yep. Eh, I'm all for that cart corral spot. Yeah, I like that spot, too. I just, people, walk your shopping cart the 15 feet. Yeah, but I mean, it's the same reason why people are still doing like the curbside pickup, right? They just want to sit in their car and not have to get out and get, and you see what they get delivered to the car. It's like less than a single bag, right. of whatever it is. I um I also noticed a lot of people just don't pick up after their dogs, which is just sad. That is evil. It's terrible. You know what? Uh, this stretched me out. Okay. So you have to pick up after your dog. You okay? Do you have to pick up after your horse? Because there's a lot of horse poop on the trail. So is no, that just not a thing? It's not a thing. But why? Exactly. Yeah, it is kind of strange. I just thought that was weird. 
Yeah. Just a, I don't know. You would need probably a bigger hand in what? order to put it in the bag. You, you would and, need somebody to follow you with a shovel and a... Which is what they do with parades. Like the, yeah, ro- the, yeah, the rose parade or something. You see somebody like following behind the horse, scooping up the shit. They're probably just trying to catch it though. Yeah. Right? The best is like New York when you're at Central Park. The, the horses have like the harness like that the connects... like the cop horses? No, no. These oh, are like the ones the that carriage carriages, or whatever. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So there's like a harness that connects the horse to the carriage, but then there's like what... a poop sack? It looks like a um, I'm told, a hammock, a poop hammock. It's a poop hammock that like hangs <laughs> and just catches it. Yes, yeah, so it, awesome. it, it flings out of their ass. Yeah. and just gets caught in this hammock. <laughs> so I'm all the, the thing that I couldn't get over is like okay I'm I've overpaid for this romantic horse drawn <laughs> carriage ride right. through Central Park as this hammock full of shit is just, <laughs> just right, right in front, in front of, of me. Of you. <laughs> That is, I never even thought about that. Yeah. That is hilarious. Somebody had to invent it. I, I, I hope the invention has like an awesome name. Like it literally is like poop hammock poop. or something. Or. <laughs> well, and the only reason, I mean, we, because I went on a hike today and there was, there's horses that go out there. Yes. Right. And so there's poop in the trail. And I was just like, well, how come the other thing, dude, there are people that bagged their dog. They picked up after their dog. Tie up the bag. Tie up the bag and throw it on it. the side of the trail. Yes. I'm sorry. What? Yeah. How hard is it to just carry it out? You made 50% of the effort. Yes. Just do the other 50. And that the first 50 was the harder part. Right. Right. The potentially messier part. Yes. I don't. It, it is an absolute mystery to me what people like. Where did you decide or why did you decide to draw the line where you drew the line? Yeah. I've, always, I've seen stories where people complain about like a neighbor that walks their dog over to their house and the dog shits in their front yard right. and then the owner just walks away and leaves the shit behind. Well, maybe you're a shitty neighbor. So these people end up collecting it. Yeah, and then leaving it. And then, yeah, collecting it into a bucket and then dumping it on their front porch or on their car or something like Car's a little or, extreme. Well, so it's leaving shit on well, somebody yeah, else's lawn true. every day for, you know, a, a month year, or two. Right. Yeah, whatever it is. Right. So the the uh, the poop revenge is always kind of an amusing read when you see those <laughs> stories. You're like, oh, yeah, he deserved it. Well, it's like the same thing with cigarette butts. I've heard people that, that oh. you know, they'll collect them, collect them, collect them, and then dump them on the person's. Because there's somebody who's telling me that their neighbor would smoke and fling them into their yard. Oh, that's just a dick move. Every time. Yeah, yeah. So they collected them and then dumped them on their porch. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I mean, you make it makes you wonder if they figured it out. Like, oh, I shouldn't be doing that, or if they're like, oh, who the hell did this? Like, and not taking the. They're probably too freaking dense and oblivious. Right. Right. And I, that again, how did you decide this is where you were going to stop? Yes. Shopping carts, picking up poop, flinging <laughs> cigarette butts, like all of these things. Some of these people made conscious decisions that nope, this is as far as I take it. Yeah, those are probably the same people that take chewing gum and stick it like on the other side of a desk or something. Yeah horrible yeah i don't think i've ever done that the chewing gum on the inner yeah, side of the desk not even in school yeah i don't think no because i could just tear the corner of a piece of paper off and just shove it in the corner and wrap it up and then yeah toss i it always in the have trash a, can or like something. an empty you know uh, soda can or, something. or something in my car and so that's i drop if i'm chewing gum that's where i drop it or like gum wrappers or whatever oh that makes sense probably makes it harder to recycle but whatever at least it's not on the street yeah, but isn't the recycling process exposing the aluminum to like bajillion degree temperature, in which case the contents are just going to burn off? Hey, you got me. I you have know. no idea. How does recycling work? I don't want to know. <laughs> I do not want to know. But you know what will happen is I'll go down that, fall down that rabbit hole one day and look it up. And you'll realize that Scientology owns all of the recycling centers. Oh, God. On it, dude. 
That is, it's still such a freaking trip. When you start to look into it, it is just absolutely bizarre. <laughs> but. Yeah, you're just like, all right, whatever. Yeah, I mean, if that's what people want to do, that's their thing. That's their thing, right? Yeah. Yeah, people have different needs, different preferences. <laughs> they certainly do. Oh, man. I don't. Yeah, no, I don't know. We could probably just, I, I could go on forever about it. But the, like, the, oh, did you see the Flat Earth documentary? No. That's on Netflix? No, there's so many shows, like documentaries and I, that I've heard about that I just don't get a chance to. And part of the issue is, yes, we have multiple TVs in the house. So, yes, there's a spare bedroom where we but can you watch But you end up there. sitting together. Yes. Right. And so when we're all sitting together, it ends up being like, okay, what do we all want to watch? So, right. Like, that's how we watched Turning Red. You know, it was something we yeah. all could watch together and, and enjoy. Um, with Jeanette out of town, Grace and I have been watching more of the Motor Trend on Demand stuff. Oh, yeah. So we've been watching stuff that we like. But, um, yeah, like documentaries and stuff, it, I I would probably be the only person in the house that would be interested in the, the Flat Earth documentary. Well, what's interesting about it, they, they are not in any way advocating. It's quite the opposite, right? They're basically exposing the people. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But what it's interesting to me just how crazy these people sound. But they don't hear it. Right. Right? Well, like, I mean, it's the same thing when they, they have uh, reporters going to cover, like, Trump speeches exactly. and stuff. And they ask the fans questions and the responses of why they don't want to get vaccinated or why they don't want to do this. And then the words that they're actually uttering, you're like, oh, you believe this. Yeah. Although the, the um, there was one I saw recently where they went to some Trump rally and they were talking about Putin. And apparently Trump, Putin... Uh, and somebody else, I can't remember. China. Oh yeah, China. And, yeah, yeah. The guy from China. Apparently, they run the world. Yes, they're the the big powers, and right. they're doing what they can to stop. Oh, they're bioweapons factories in Ukraine. Yes, it yeah, makes it's sense. Some absurd. No, story. no, it makes actually it makes perfect sense. Right. Yeah, I'm on board. <laughs> <laughs> You've got more than two brain cells to rub together. I don't oh. know how that that happens. Yeah, I've only got about. Two, I think these days. <laughs> that's about all that's left. All those hard hits over the years. Yeah, and you know that, like, it's just, you know, the, the last couple weeks have been so busy, I really do feel like my brain is just mush. Yeah. And you've got to, you know, sometimes you, you if you work on a new type of project or you're doing something a little bit different, like, you've got to sort of redo how you think about things a well, little and, bit, and that takes a lot of effort. And the, the other challenge for me is it's, it, it seems like it's been more difficult to figure out what day of the week it is since the pandemic has started because I'm yes. working from home. I'm constantly versus lost. going into the office. Like, and right. I don't know why going into the office somehow makes it easier to know what day of the week it is. And maybe it's because listening to like local radio, they say, Hey, it's oh, Monday it's whatever, morning. You right, know? Yeah. And so you hear that and you're like, okay, but yeah, being in the office, it's, or being at, at home, the, the, the sense of what day of the week it is, is just so hard. Like, I was surprised that it was Friday yesterday. Like, it didn't feel like a Friday. Right. But it wasn't like the week was going by so fast. It no. was just like, oh, it's Friday. I'm just kind of, I'm that same thing. Like, it's been really hard for me to know what day of the week it is. And I'm always off by a day, forward or backward. Oh, wow. It's not like consistent yeah. either. You know, it's just a, oh, okay, cool, it's Thursday. And people are like, uh, it's it's Wednesday? Yeah, I've done that to you. I'm like, oh, yeah. hey, what time do you want to record tomorrow? And you're like, oh, it's Sunday tomorrow? Yeah, yeah. yeah, I have no clue. And it, it's, you know, I was looking at my calendar the other day to see what meetings and stuff I had. I was actually looking at the wrong day. <laughs> Even though in Outlook, 
right? It highlights the day you're on. Oh yeah, yeah. And, and you know, so clearly I'm not that bright, but it was uh, it was a little confusing. It's kind of like there's certain stuff when you're building like a Lego set. There's certain pieces that I have to really, really, really think about spatial orientation. So like, um, you know the the sort of like wing shape pieces. Yeah, yeah. I get those backwards all the time. Oh yeah, because there's actually orientation. Yeah, there's actual or like the the pizza pie, the little yes. like quarter round little pieces. If they say you know like they're supposed to go a certain way, I have to hold it next to the picture. Oh, I've done that a couple or times like too. Co- yeah. Really concentrate. Why is it that those weird little things take so much of your brain power? Or some of them, it's just like no big deal. Yeah, yeah. other stuff you're just like on autopilot. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's I, interesting. I get it's, you. Same thing, like, like I say, anyways, I don't know, maybe my brain is just broken, and so I will never know what day of the week it is. And I have a watch that tells me <laughs> what day of the yeah. week it is. Yeah. I'm going through the process now because we had the whole daylight saving uh, time. Garbage. Change. Yeah. But is it garbage? Do you, like, they tried it, back in the 70s to just get a, do away with daylight saving. Right. And I don't know why it came back. Because the experiment did not go well. Did it make people, like, worse? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I have to read. I saw somebody posted a link to like the the study, the research, and oh, so okay. I, I'd like to look at it. But I don't have a problem with it. Yeah, it's it it's not ideal, but I like the fact that, and I think maybe it's because of the fact that my days are so long. Sure. Because I'm getting up at four forty five in the morning to go to the gym, so being able to have it be light in the morning is a is a plus. Yeah. Like I don't need to be light at four in the morning, but. When I'm done with the gym and I'm leaving oh, yeah, the gym at like right. 6.30, it's nice that it's light out. Right. But then it's also nice that it's light out till 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock at night. So I don't know how to do that year round. I don't know. It has never affected me until this year. It didn't even bother me this year. Oh, this year I woke up me up. Earlier. Um, even after the, the leaping forward, the time change thing, I woke up earlier than I would have. Oh, weird. I uh, That sucks. Yeah, that does <laughs> suck. No, I... So... Right after, so on Monday, the Monday after the time change, I had a 6 a.m. meeting. Yeah, that's kind of hard. And so now it's really the first day. Yeah. Yeah. So now it's 5 a.m. So now I'm getting up at 3 30. Yeah. Instead of, you know what I mean? Like that, that actually did mess me up. Yeah. The the first Monday I can see kind of being a little. Oh, it screwed up my whole week. Yeah. I didn't have a problem though. That was interesting. I felt, and I'm just now feeling better. Like I felt so sleep deprived for the last couple of weeks because of it. I've enjoyed the fact that because the sun is up later, it's been so much warmer at Grayson's practices. Because mm. once the sun set, the temperature it's been drops cold. decent. Yeah. yeah. It's it, actually a little cold and windy out right now. It'll be like 70 during the day. Yeah. And then as soon as the sun sets, like where you can't see the, the orange right. ball, all of a sudden it's like 20 degrees colder. Yeah. It's crazy. And the wind kicks up. You're like, oh, shit. But oh. now that the, the, the sun is staying up, it's I can go to the games without a hoodie and be comfortable the entire game. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's it's nutty. The um, speaking of little league, we I already talked about it earlier. But uh, Grayson's little league organization. Once you get up into the the higher divisions, the parents have to do stuff, right? I mean, they, they always want the parents to sign up to be referees or umpires yeah. for little league or coaching work or whatever. The snack bar. I had to work the snack bar yesterday, mm-hmm. or actually not yesterday. I had to work it on St. Patrick's Day. How do you? Bar. But you don't know how much everything costs. They have a list or something. They have a list, and so it's. So it was surprisingly stressful working the snack bar. Okay. The pricing is one thing because, yeah, they have laminated sheets like on the wall on the inside that you can see. Yeah. 
they have it on the countertop on the inside that you can see. And there's like digital price, like like two screens behind oh, okay. you on the wall that have the pricing. But when somebody wants a pretzel and you're looking on the damn sheet, where's a pretzel, where it is? Yeah, okay, right. All right, it's two and bucks. And you have to get the pretzel. And, and then you get the pretzel, right. yeah. But the thing that was actually more surprisingly stressful is, okay, so they have the, the churro pretzel warmer thing. Yeah, yeah. They have the popcorn machine. Right. They have the hot dog. The ro- roller. The roller. Which you can get at home version. <laughs> you really I did, can. I did not know yeah. that. And then they have the nacho cheese dispenser. Mm. Then they've got a cooler that's filled uh, with nothing but dipping dots. It's a chest freezer filled with dipping dots of like different flavors. Not like scoop. Not scoop. They're just bagged. In a, in a, yeah, yeah. They're bagged in different flavors. Then they have a like a cooler that you see in a convenience store stocked with a bunch of... You guys di- got a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. Yeah. And so I've never volunteered in the Snack Shack before. Sure. Grayson took, it la- took last season off because right. of the pandemic. So there's a lady giving me the quick rundown, and she's like, all right, later. And I'm like, ooh. Wait, wait. Were you by yourself? Uh, no. Oh, okay. Luckily, there was another parent that volunteered, and then a third one showed up later in the, in the shift. Oh, okay. So the way they do it is they give each team like a four-hour block. Sure. So our block was from 5 p.m. to 9 p.m., and Grayson had practice that ended at like 5.30-ish. So did you just hang out? So I took the 5 to 7 shift. I took I took a two-hour chunk. Oh, oh, so you didn't have to be there till 9. Correct. Got it, okay. So I had the opening shift, Ooh. whereas the other part was the, the closing shift. But well, at least you didn't have to mop up. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, you know, so you dealing with kids when they're ordering, they order one at a time. So meaning like the kid has like 20 bucks in his hand. He goes, I want cinnamon sugar pop tarts. So you go grab it, yeah. bring it over to me. I want a red gator. Oh, yeah. It doesn't tell you. Give me these four things. Right. right. Yeah, so yeah. you're going back and forth, back and forth. And then you got to do the mental math right. to add everything up. And you're like, you don't have okay. Like machine? No cash register. Oh. Just a cash box. And then they have a square credit card reader thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which didn't want to work. Of course it wouldn't. The Wi-Fi. It wouldn't see the Wi-Fi. And oh. so I figured out a way of turning it into an offline mode, in which case... You could swipe the card and it would store. Yeah, the but swipe. then you don't. You're not pre-authing anything, so you don't know if they even have the ability. Correct. Yeah, got it. But I think swiping it kind of it, they all go as a credit card, so you're not oh, doing the ATM thing. Sure. So then I, I reset the square thing twice, and it took about an hour, and then it finally saw the internet and connected, and it worked. Right. And then all those charges that were stored went all went through. through. Yeah. But then you have people going, "Oh, I want to. Can I pay with my cards?" Like, no, you have to have a five dollar minimum. Like that was like the snack shack rule uh, that you had to. Have oh, least. for the card. Yes. Yeah, because, because of the fees. The fees. Sure. <clears throat> yeah. So, yeah, it was uh, way more work than I expected, and it, just trying to figure out the lay of the land. Like the snack shack, they have pizza that the uh, local uh, pizza joint brings over. Jeez. And so we have a a warming box. Box. Yeah. That's you know it's a, an appliance, and it's got the pizza in there. Um, after the hot dogs come off the rollers, after the 20 minutes on the roller, then we put them in the buns, wrap them in foil, put them in that warmer. Oh, so you have to do all this, too. Yes. While you're helping people. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's yeah. a slushy machine, but right. it, it's it, it's only ice that comes out of the slushy machine. And then there's, like, two, the syrup pumps. What? So then you got to pump the syrup in there and then, like, shake it up and then hand it over. That's, <laughs> that's kind of cheesy. It, I, I've never had a fast food job, yeah, like, as a but kid. You did now. But this is totally yeah. what it felt like. And I was like, dude, this I don't want to do this again. The, and, and the best part is I'm doing it again on Monday. Ooh. <laughs> the snack shack where my nephew plays a little league yeah. is um, 
they have a lot of that stuff too. They have a lot of stuff, but it's always the line is chaos. Yes. Right. There's kids everywhere. And then working inside, there's like 20 people. There's like maybe two or three adults and then a bunch of kids working. So this one, they don't allow kids in there for whatever reason. Maybe it's an insurance reason or just because kids can get in the way. So Theft. we had, I don't know. I'm just kidding. We had like three. And then by the time I left, there was four adults. And then one was like a teenage daughter. So four and a half. Yeah. And, Four and uh, three quarters. Yes, yes, yes. So they were a teen. Yeah. And so it was pretty smooth. But there's been times where I've gone to the snack shack just to get a soda. And like you said, there's like 10 people inside. Yeah. And it's just mayhem. Madness. It's, it's not a huge building. It's like a... Right. It's a shack. Yeah. It's literally like the size of like a shed. Right. Like a small shed you have in your and backyard. that's literally what they are, most of them. Yeah. This one. This one's cinder block. It's got oh, wow. doors. It's, it's part of like the, the building that also holds like the restrooms and stuff. Oh, so yeah, it's, yeah. it's all purpose built. Right. But... When it's I funny was, that's the same as the one in Tustin. Yeah, yeah. when I was learning the ropes, the there's a parent volunteer that I guess that she's responsible for the snack shack. She's the head volunteer. Yes. And okay. so she does all the purchasing for like beverages and yeah. ice cream and all that stuff. She said that they basically will spend fifteen grand a on, season? Yes. Wow. So they have to sell at least well, I don't know how much they have to sell. I mean they have to earn at least yeah. that much to break even. I wonder how much that place makes. Well, that was interesting because I was like, oh, so what? Because the, the most expensive single item in the snack shack was the Dippin' Dots. Okay. The little baggie was $4.50. All right. And I was like, so what's the profit margin on something like yeah. this? And she's like, oh, we make like a buck 60, a buck 80, or something like that. Well, they're not paying labor. That they definitely aren't. Yes. Not paying rent, I would guess. Correct. So, but it's just like otherwise, all the margin, like the pizzas they ordered from a pizza place, right? So that's what twenty bucks a pie kind of thing. I bet you the pizza place gives them a thing, gives them a deal. Maybe. Yeah, but I mean, it's for little league. Yeah, and maybe that's the thing. Maybe they donate the pizza and they write it off as a donation, yeah, or they maybe. just give them a deal. I don't know. Can you write off? You have a corporation. If you were to give can a I discount, write off a pizza? Can you write off the discount? So if, if you were going to charge 20 bucks, but instead you charge 10, do you write off 10 as a donation? Mm, no. Yeah, I don't no. know how that works. That's, that seems like that's illegal. Right. Yeah. But you are giving them a preferred price, and it is going to, I don't know if a Little League is a charity. No. I guess it is. And there's, well, there's only certain charities you can even write off anyway. Because it's a nonprofit. Yeah, but it has to be, I think, a 503C or something C, like that. Yeah. I don't know enough about that. I'm not... Uh, my accountant deals with it. Yeah, every time I pay my taxes, I'm like, oh, time to write some checks and be charitable. I need those Dude. deductions. Yeah, I uh, I don't want to write these checks to the government. I didn't have to write a check. They just took it out of my account. Yeah, I did not allow that. Yeah, well, I didn't care. Well, they, normally I don't care either, but um, I had invoices coming in. Oh, so I yeah. had to wait and, yeah. and do stuff. Right, exactly. Yeah, like they, the IRS has already taken their money. And then the state of California, I think, will end up paying me sometime this coming week. It's it's nice that they do the electronic and the e, Deposit, e file yeah, and everything because yeah. usually it's a lot quicker. Do you remember when you would file your taxes and be like four months before you get a check back? I've been e filing for a long. Well, I'm just saying, since way back in the day, oh, yeah, right? in the like, olden days, yeah. yeah, 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 when they would deliver it by horse. But I also back then was doing a 1040 EZ because I wasn't oh, making yeah. any money, right? So and you you were stoked to get your three hundred bucks. Yeah, I was like, yeah. dude, this is awesome. Yeah. I'm going to the bar. I'm gonna buy a CD. Oh yeah, when when they <laughs> used to come in the full like double 
remember it was like that giant paper carton that they would come in? Oh, remember the plastic thing? So that oh, you yeah, had the, the plastic holder. jewel case and it was yeah. the big awkward holder so you couldn't <laughs> stash the disc in your jacket or something. Yep. Oh, man. And then they finally were just like, no, we're just giving you the little jewel case. Yeah. That's all. Because the, the holder was awesome because you could grab a bunch of CDs and hold and it hold, by yeah, the handle. They had a, yeah, they yeah. had a handle on them. And then, they, but they did. I remember they were the big giant boxes. Uh huh. Why? Why was that a packaging decision? It was just again the anti theft thing. It was just. You to, think that's what it was. Pretty much, yeah. Uh, even though it was like cardboard and wrapped, it was just the fact that it was like bulky. Buy yeah. giant, yeah. Buyant. That's a bi- bulky and giant together. I like it. We'll try it. Use it in a sentence. <laughs> I don't know if we could. <laughs> we I mean, without something. like stumbling. Yeah, yeah. For it's, sure. it's an awkward word. That's why it just came out. But yeah. Um, so much of that old stuff like somebody was showing pictures of eight tracks that they were buying recently like, like they were trying to like they're no i think they're just starting they're for whatever reason collecting vintage eight tracks so i understand the whole vinyl obsession like in that's in come why, back huge yes but eight tracks still sound like shit so maybe why? there's a novelty to it do they have like a classic car and they they're no trying to, that's weird no they have a home eight track player Whoa, that's even... I don't <laughs> so think I've weird. ever seen a home one. I've seen one. I've seen my, car ones. I think because, my grandpa had one. I mean, doing car stereo as a, a hobbyist, yeah. and you know, as a career for a short time, I saw plenty of them, like an older Mustang. My Mustang had an yeah. 8-track player. But I've never seen a home 8-track player. Yeah, I've seen one. My grandpa had Was it had like one. wood grain? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, it, was, it probably looked exactly like you think it did. Yeah. We also had an old wood grain top-load VCR. Oh yeah, I've had uh, the same thing. You hit the eject yeah. and the cassette pops right. out the top. But this was a and it was a wood wood veneer. Well, wood sticker. Yeah, yeah. Nothing but the best in wood grain vinyl, oh, dude. There is if you don't have wood grain vinyl on your home stereo or well, your think about hi fi. All those brands that have kind of just disappeared, like Zenith, Magnavox. Yeah, like where, where did they go? Exactly, they just kind of fell off. Like I remember growing up. We had two TVs. We had a Zenith. That we bought from Circuit City back in the day, and they were Toshiba TVs. Toshiba still makes TVs. Do they? I'm pretty sure. I don't know. I'm like 29% sure. In the US? Mm, That's 11% what... sure. Yeah, let's see. It just went down. I'm going to look up Toshiba TVs. I remember having the TV in my room was a Zenith, wood grain, of yeah, course. Yeah, yeah. And it had the remember the clack 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 oh, the yeah. big old dials on it, yeah. And it had a zoom button for some reason. Sure as shit, Toshiba still makes TVs, you and you go. can buy them at Best Buy. Yeah, okay. I didn't, but the, I didn't know that. But it's the brand name. Like it was a big deal in the right. '80s and '90s, and all of a sudden it's like, yeah, where to go? Why did Why did those old TVs have zoom? Oh, Do you remember that? I don't remember the zoom function. Mine had a zoom, and it would just make the, the picture bigger. It's exactly what you think it is, yeah. but bigger and shittier. Right, because it was just oversampling and yeah, stretching so like, the image. Wh- why? That was so weird. There were just some strange things about those old TVs. Yeah, but that was also in the era where computers had a turbo button. And of course you left that right. turbo button yeah. plugged in. <laughs> I, most but like, why would you even have the option? You want to be faster. Why didn't you just make yeah, it faster why be all the time? As a de- yeah. yeah, as a default doesn't make any sense. Well, you know, heat management maybe. I don't know. I left my turbo button plugged in or pushed in the entire time. You know, half of those weren't even hooked up to anything. It was probably just a placebo. Which yeah. made you think it was faster. Right. But I know as a kid, my my judge of processor speed was solving a game of solitaire to see how fast the cards bounced oh, across. The bounced? Yeah. Yeah. And, and how smoothly it bounced. 
Right. Right. Because if it has some jitter or lag, that's yeah. This is a that isn't good enough. This is only twenty five megahertz. I need that thirty three megahertz. I need that speed. I don't even think Windows comes loaded with solitaire anymore. Uh, no, but you can download it from the the Microsoft App Store. Oh, that's funny. My first PC was a brand that I don't know if it still exists. Was, was it literally called My First PC? No, it was a uh, Packard Bell. Yeah, Packard Bell. So I, I had a Commodore sixty four. I had a Pack Bell, and I had a uh, classic Mac. Yep. And then, but the first like actual Microsoft DOS based PC was a Packard Bell. I had yeah. two of them. One was the uh, I don't remember the what, what do you call the non non tower cases. The ones that were horizontal. Yeah. The non-tower. A lay-down tower? Yeah. That a was sleeping a, tower. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it had the, the, the five and a quarter, and it had yeah. a three and a half inch slot, Yeah, and it had the little turbo button. Yeah. And then we got rid of that one. We had to get the 33 megahertz. I guess that would be a desktop. It was a four. Yeah, desktop. Yeah. It is what it is. We got a 486 33DX. Had to have the DX because it had the math coprocessor. Dude, I remember building my first 486. Oh, yeah. I, I, I remember building them uh, later on, like basically like when I was high school yeah. age. When you were into the Pentium. <laughs> oh, I know. I, I couldn't swing the Intel. I went oh, AMD. Wow. It was cheaper. Oh, man. That, that must have sucked. Pentium was dollars. Yeah, that's true. And I didn't care. I mean, it, I wasn't gaming, so I didn't notice any difference. Sure. You were now, doing a lot of word processing, though. Some heavy Excel. Some heavy AOL. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got to oh, get that, that 56K modem. Dude. I... <laughs> Mom, get off the phone. I'm on the internet. Well, I didn't have that problem with my parents because well, of yeah. them being deaf. Right. But yeah. Oh, yeah. Just remembering how long you were waiting for that pixelated image to show up. And then sometimes you'd get kicked off. Right? It would connect, connect, connect. Nope. Yeah. Or we'll just even the, even the different ways that graphics would load. Some would be load like top down. Yeah, some right to left. Some would be just blurry and then sharper, sharper, sharper right. until you can see the whole thing. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, the old internet. Oh, man. I had, I remember having a, a Juno email account. I think that was my yes. first email account. Wow, dude, I, I didn't even completely forgot about Juno. Yeah, and then uh, remember Netscape yeah. as a browser? We used that on the computer in art class in high school geocities yes but i never pronounced it as geocities geocities i always thought it was like geosites for whatever reason even though there's a c in it it was just yeah huh hmm. map quest oh yeah i remember printing out map quest directions i had at the time like uh i had this was early college years i had a girlfriend that uh lived in santa barbara she lived in isla vista and so the first time I went up there, I had to print out MapQuest directions to get up, get up to her place. Yeah, I mean, that's how you did it. Yeah. I, Driving I, in the dark, turning on the dome light, flipping the base <laughs> to figure out where you need to go. Well, I had a Thomas guide. Yeah, I did yeah. too. Do you remember? No, not do you remember. There, but, I was, there was a, com- I think it was a comedian, and I don't know if you sent it to me or not, but they were basically talking to some kid about MapQuest and printing out MapQuest directions. And oh, the no. Kid, the kid was like, wait, what? Like, you had to print paper what if you what if you miss a turn yeah <laughs> and they're like, well then you're just screwed yeah there's no auto recalculate right you gotta exactly. figure out where you screwed up and how to get back to so it so funny yeah it is it is pretty funny when you think of it like all of the advancements that we've seen in our lifetime and it's just to us it's well, no big deal but it's it's the same as like looking back at somebody that was alive when the first uh horse wright brothers flight and then was around when we landed on the moon yeah. Right. In that right. 60 year span. I was going to say horses to cars. But yeah. Yeah. And yeah. So, it's crazy. Like, what we've seen from the, the late 70s till now. Yep. 
Dude, the I used to print my MapQuest directions and tape them to the, the gas tank on my motorcycle. Oh. Until nice. I finally got a tank bag that had a little clear Sleeve, pouch. Yeah. But the problem was you'd put it in the clear pouch and it'd be in the sun. Oh, yeah, and then it would fade. No. Or the it would, ink it transfer. would transfer to yeah. the vinyl window. Yep. And now you can't read crap. Yeah. Yeah, trying to tell Grayson that we used to watch TV shows that had just people dancing. Like American Bandstand oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or, or Soul Train. Yeah, yeah, right. You know, and he's like, what? Well, yeah, this was something on Saturdays you'd flip on the TV, there'd be music playing. I bet you there's still something like that on. Well, MTV doesn't even play music videos anymore. so it No, was just, they're just a reality television It's channel. just ridiculousness 24-7. Oh, there's that too. Yeah. Yeah, Deirdre is on there constantly. I read like a... a or no, I watched a YouTube video that somebody put together about how Rob Deerdick has come to basically be MTV. Like oh, interesting. all of like when you look at their programming blocks, yeah, there'll be entire days where it's nothing but Deerdick. And that and, show is stupid. Yes, but he's made bank off oh, of yeah. MTV, so good for him. Yeah, no, for sure. But it is kind of sad when you realize like music videos aren't a thing anymore. Like you can go find them on YouTube, but people make them still, which is weird. Yes. So, like Vimeo, where are they putting them? YouTube, Vimeo. There was a what was there? Wasn't there some other like there was a specific like music video thing for a while? Oh, I no, I don't know about that. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. Yes. Huh. Oh yeah, I guess YouTube. Yeah. YouTube would probably have to be the the the, 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 the closest normal, source, yeah. but yeah. It just, but it's weird that like I mean I remember like being stoked to watch Headbangers Ball. Oh, yeah. You know, and you knew here's this block of, like, you're going to get this music. Metal, yeah. Get whatever, right? That, but and then before Headbangers Ball, you would get Beavis and Butthead. Yeah. Like, you knew what the lineup was, right. and it would, it was a mix of of programming and then music. Right. But now it's just ridiculousness, and then, like... Jersey Shore. And Teen Mom kind of things. And Yeah. Yeah. What a... <laughs> what a world, man. The... The amount of, like, I don't know, this reality TV show thing. And then I was thinking about this today that I saw a picture on Instagram and in the background of the picture, somebody showing, a, like, their vacation or whatever. Yeah. And it's clearly a little annoying that they're, like, doing this pose and everything. But anyways, in the background of their picture is some guy taking a video of his girlfriend. Like, this culture that we've created where that's, like, the norm is you go to a place just to pose and yeah. have a bunch of photos taken or videos or whatever, like... It's so weird. Yeah. It's bizarre. Yeah. I mean, it, I like taking pictures of things. Don't get me wrong. Oh, yeah. But I'm not like, I want to influence your selfie. No, but I, I will take selfies, not so much for social media, but just to kind of capture that moment in yeah. time so that when I'm old, I can look back and be like, oh, sure. Look but what, but look you're also not, like. you're not saying like, hey, uh, Jeanette or Grayson, like, here, take this phone and I'm going to do a dance in the middle of the street. No, I don't get that. The whole TikTok dance. I don't understand. Trends. And the dances are stupid, just hand motion, weird. It's like, that's not dancing. That's just like voguing with a different style. It's just weird. Or like the, the chick twerking in the middle of the road. Why? Yeah, we've gone from ungrownups to angry grownups. No, not even. I don't think it's angry. I think it's just disappointed. I'm, I'm befuddled. <laughs> a little befuddled. bit. Yeah, but befuddled for sure. Like it's befuddled it just, is a good word. When you see it's a great word. When you see is fuddled the word. No, I'm gonna look that up. <laughs> I don't know. That's one of those things when we were what well, we were talking with Jacob or something about that, right? Like there's words, but then there's, yeah, gruntled and dis- yeah, exactly. Can you be gruntled? Yeah, befuddle is to make someone unable to think clearly. Yeah, it is befuddling. Yeah, befuddle usually is an adjective. Hmm. 
fascinating. Yeah, I don't know. But the, 100%, I think it's bizarre when you're seeing pictures of these amazing de- destinations and people really just go in there, go in there to twerk. Oh, there is a fuddle. Really? Yes. What does it mean? That's what I'm looking at. Da, 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 da. I actually saw, because, you know, Instagram serves you up random crap. So I did see it was like three people on the stairs at a mall. Okay. Basically making it so that nobody could go up and down the stairs doing some dumb shuffle dance up and down the stairs. And people are standing there looking visually like upset that they can't get down the stairs. Like annoyed, right? Like you're just blocking traffic. Why? Well, I mean, I know why, because you're going to put it on the TikTok. Yes. You look befuddled now. I'm trying to understand the difference. As verbs, the difference between befuddle and fuddle is that befuddle is to perplex, confuse, okay. while fuddle is to confuse or befuddle. Wait, what now? So, <laughs> wait, wait. So, fuddle is just befuddle without the buh. Yes. But as a, that's, that's as a, uh, as, a as a verb. Okay. As a noun, fuddle is intoxication. Huh? I'm befuddled. <laughs> this whole conversation is befuddling yeah that is weird but that word i don't know why befuddle has that whole kind of old-timey it definitely you need the train robber beard to be able to use words like that befuddle but no i don't get train robber i get like nifty like it's or like it's, a dandy yes yeah, yeah, yeah like it's kind of that area like let's go to the soda fountain you know All right. sock hop and I'll befuddle you. <laughs> and this is just because you've got Back to the Future on the brain. Maybe. You want to go back to the 50s and save your parents' marriage? Yes. Or in my Calvin Klein underwear. Yeah. <laughs> That's such Jeanette a good just movie. texted me. She's like, What are you doing? I Uh-oh. feel lonely. You haven't acknowledged me. I'm like, I'm podcasting. <laughs> I didn't tell her what I was doing. I'm oh, just that's, that's pretty here. Funny. And that's why I'm here, is because she comes home tonight. So It's weird she didn't come home yesterday. She was working yesterday. Well, I should they were shooting. Yeah, but I think she. Oh, maybe it's too late. Seven o'clock is when they wrapped up. No. And so. So what's she been doing today? Just hanging out? Yeah, she was sightseeing. Oh, that's cool. Hanging around like Vancouver and, and walking around exploring the, the water line or wherever she was at. It looked real pretty. It she was like probably at, uh, what is that? Stanley Park? I have no idea. Oh. All I know is there wasn't a Roots store close to where she was staying at. So she wasn't going to go check that out. A Roots what? is basically like the, the Canadian Gap. Oh, oh, oh. They're, They're known for their hoodies. Okay. There is a really good ramen place downtown. That's okay. Like around the corner from the Wendy's. <laughs> is there only one Wendy's, which makes that no. ramen place even easier to find? No. I just, I can't remember what street it's Because that's like saying, oh, yeah, it's just right on the corner from Tim Hortons. And Tim Hortons is like <laughs> Starbucks. Everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. everywhere. No, I just don't remember exactly what street it's on. But it's really good ramen. Yeah. Well, because yeah. Jeanette was selling it, and she was showing me all the pictures and stuff. And I asked her, I'm like, when are we taking a family vacation to Canada? Because I've been... On a, I went on a whirlwind press event yeah. tour to Canada. So I was in Vancouver. I was in Montreal. I was in Toronto. But I was there for each basically two days. one night. Yeah, yeah two days. Yeah. And didn't get a chance to spend a lot of time in any spot. Jeanette's now been there for three days for this trip. Sure. And we were all there as a family together when we were on our Alaskan cruise. We were in port for like six hours or something. Right. At Vancouver? Yeah, somewhere on the where west did coast. The, where did it leave? It left from Seattle. Oh, okay. I don't but know. it just, it, it stopped in, in Canada and then kept yeah. going up to Alaska. Right, so right, right. we've all spent brief amounts of time in Canada, but we haven't really vacationed in Canada proper. Sure. And so now it's like, okay, when are we going to do that? Yeah. I've, I've 
probably spent a few months in Canada. I think I, yeah, over the years you probably yeah. definitely have. Yeah, yeah. But I think if I was to pick a spot, I would want to do something maybe not so much West Coast Canada, but more like Toronto or Montreal. Just something a little, like Montreal I thought was really foreign feeling. Yeah. Well, because like, it is. Right. Right. But I mean, you think Canada, it's like, eh. But yeah, I, I think that might be we might have to look into that as, as a vacation destination for some, for us at some point. I need to get back and do Saskatchewan East. Okay. Were you on the west side of Saskatchewan? No, what I mean is like from Saskatchewan. Oh, okay. Go over, farther, I, yeah, farther east. Okay. On the bike, that's as far over as I've been. Okay. And I may have been to Calgary, but that's just, that's like, I mean, yeah, I guess that's for, I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, I've had a lot of fun in Canada. It's a great place. Yeah, and I've got friends, you know, that I that I've worked with that live out there. So yeah. it'd be kind of fun to just be able to meet up with them. And, and it'd be do cool that. to do. You should do like a little Canadian road trip. That would be kind of cool. We we talked about doing that too. It was just like picking up an RV and, yeah. and doing that. Well, the reason I've stopped every, I've never gone further than Saskatchewan from Vancouver, is because between Saskatchewan and whatever that next city is, there's nothing. Yeah, it's like. It's flyover country. Basic. I mean, there's literally like nothing there. Just bears, a little small moose. Yeah, bears, moose. Uh, that both will kill you. And syrup. Syrup. Yep. Maple yep. syrup. Yep. Mounties, probably. Well, maybe riding their moose. Yes. As they do. Yeah. Because they don't have horses. That's what I is saw. That not the how it works. Bullwinkle oh. comic, which is the true fact-based show. Actually, Bullwinkle is historical documents. Right? Really? No. God, could you imagine? You know what's scary? So there really isn't a Yogi Bear in a Jellystone no, National Park? That is 100% accurate. That's what I thought. You know what's scary is that if there really are aliens that are taking, like, they're intercepting our TV transmissions. Oh, man, they better be disappointed. Oh, buddy. That's probably why they'll never come here. <laughs> they're like, nope. We don't, we've seen enough. Yeah. Do you, uh, what was that movie? Oh, never Give Up, Never Surrender. Never give up or ne- don't look up. No, the mo- the like that was the the tagline or whatever. Never give up, never surrender. Uh, uh, Tim Allen was in it. That sounds very nineties. Basically, but- well, yeah, and basically the premise of the movie is that there's a science fiction TV show. Oh yes, start uh, Galaxy Quest. Galaxy Quest, yeah, yes. that is such an amazing movie. But that's probably like imagine if they think Jersey Shore. Is our historical document? Yes, and they come be. here. Oh, and I know. We'll get the fist pumping aliens. <laughs> there's got to be like if there if there are other planets that are you know that have life on them. There's got to be a planet that is equivalent to Jersey Shore. Maybe I would imagine. But I mean, there could also be another planet that's just like us, just in a different. You know, like why does it have to be this advanced alien type of? Yeah, you know, it could be just the same. Level but different, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. I, I, I think that's also a possibility. But you've got to imagine there's some beings out there that have figured out how to travel beyond their own planet. Maybe or we did not very far. No, well, Elrond got pretty far. Did you see the? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's good. Did you see the um, pictures of the new NASA rocket that they're using to go to the moon? Is it shaped like a penis? Well, it's a rocket. But right. no, it's uh, it's like the size of the old Saturn V. Really? It's huge. It's it, the largest. I guess it's like the largest rocket they've ever used. Are they doing just old school tech because they don't have a space shuttle? Kind I of don't. 
No, I haven't seen it though. Wow. I don't know. It's the pictures are amazing. They just moved it out to the launch pad to do some testing. Because I saw the Saturn V rocket when I went to Huntsville. That yeah. was pretty dope. It's freaking huge. It's, it's a big rocket. Yeah, but there and it's the same. There's like the moon lander thing is on the, the on the top, and like it's it looks like we haven't really got very far. Well, technically, we haven't if we're just reusing existing. Well, I don't know that it exists. I think it's all. Well, I'm sure it's new yeah. hardware, but I mean the the. I mean, is it like a liquid fuel rocket? Or, oh, I think you know, so. What's, yeah, yeah, I think it's the same. Did they make like, some sort of advancement so that they can carry less fuel and therefore more payload? Or if it's I, the same BS? I think it's the same. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, they're supposedly we're going back to the moon in, what, a couple of years, right? I have no idea. Yeah, I think, I think that was the initiative. It's supposed to be in like a few years. So they're going to test. They're doing an unmanned test of it, I guess. And then they'll shoot somebody to the moon. Uh, yeah. You know what would be cool? What? Nationalized healthcare. I mean, you know, for the amount of money we're spending on 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 stuff, it's like there's other things that that there's same money could go stuff. farther with. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of really neat stuff we could do. By everybody. well, also we're the we spend more money on our military than anybody else. Yeah, by I think the next seven countries combined. Yeah, although Germany just upped their spend because of NATO. So there's a yeah. Um, there's a rule to be a member of NATO that you have to spend X amount of your GDP. Right. Which is okay. Whatever. Stupid. Yes. But yeah. it was a rule that they all agreed to at the time. Well, that's so. true. But I wonder when that all came, like, I don't know the history of NATO. So I don't know what like years that would have been. I know it was after world war two. Yeah. It might've been just a pissing match because the U S was spending X dollars and they wanted others to kind of step up and spend the same percentage. But a lot of the other countries aren't like a, military industrial state where they kind right. of the u.s i mean we have all these companies like boeing and northrop grumman and all these companies that are really around just to make weapons of yeah. whatever of varying levels of, of destruction, destruction yeah. yeah although they are they do make some cool planes yes i saw two there were two uh big blackhawks flew over today which i'm not really sure what they were doing they were flying. Well, sure. But like, <laughs> it's pretty, you know, every once in a while, actually, you'll see Apaches fly over here. And they kind of fly out, I don't know, maybe another couple miles and then head back. I think they do um, landing uh, exercises at John Wayne sometimes. So, you know, we were talking about like different, I guess, pieces of mobility, like military, industrial. So you have helicopters and sure. you, have, you have drones and stuff. Did you see the, the news that Kawasaki has made a rideable robotic goat? I'm sorry, what? It's a rideable robotic goat. So like Boston, I, I under like I understand the words individually. But, but why is it a goat? <laughs> why why couldn't it just been like a, a robotic horse? Why not? Goat? Because they Does wanted it to look put, like a goat? Yes, it's got horns. Because the picture you showed was really small. Yeah, let me let me see if I can open the picture bigger. That is it's a Getty images. It's kind of it's kind of awesome, actually. It's it got horns. A, it's it, a goat. It, that's weird. Yeah. Huh. But it, I would like it just so he, like a goat, it would just ram people <laughs> unexpectedly if you had but a... Why is it rideable? I don't know. That's the part that just doesn't make any sense. Like, why do you need to ride a robotic goat? Uh, alternative transportation. But I would pick a rideable robotic goat over like the Boston Dynamics dog. That thing is frightening. That thing is crazy. It's but frightening. Maybe that's why they did the goat, just because it's a little bit less... Sinister? Uh, maybe. Although, if you want less sinister, what about a sheep? <laughs> or a deer? Robotic uh, guinea pigs? Sure. Deer are just evil. Are they? Well, yeah. Well, they're not evil. They're stupid. 
Yes. Dumb as rocks. Yes. And then just all the destruction they cause to vehicles because yes. of their stupidity. That's like Wanakos. Those are dumb too. I don't even know what that is. A Wanako is a, it's a drum. It's in the dromedary family. It's okay. a, in they're they exist in South America, like Patagonia, and okay. they're basically like I call them llama camels. Oh, okay. And they're dumb. They're really, really, really dumb, and they run towards you. Oh. When they're scared, because they don't get it. They have like target fixation. No, no I think I'm they're scared. just they're run. just stupid. Like what do I do? <laughs> and then they just start running. So like they were there was a couple times riding down South America. You have to just be so careful because they're close. Are they fast? Yeah, they're pretty fast. I mean, they're a four-legged How, land thing yeah. jigger that runs. And they're similar size to a llama? Uh, yeah. 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 All right. Yeah. They suck. Apparently, they're tasty, but every time I tried to eat one, they were out. Oh, they're in demand. Yeah, I guess so. Or there weren't enough dumb ones that fell fell underneath the, the wheels of a vehicle <laughs> to be turned into... No, I guess they just don't, you know, They I guess the restaurant orders X number of servings a day. Oh, so, fascinating. Yeah. Well, not Speaking so. of servings, it's yeah. time for dinner. It is. And my kid's been left home alone for... Which is pretty damn funny. <laughs> yeah. Well, he'll be fine, probably. Oh, he's totally fine. He's, yeah. It's no big deal. As he, long as the house doesn't burn down. There's nothing to really spontaneously combust, so you should Perfect. be fine. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I'm going to eat, too. All right. Ta-ta. All right. Bye. You've been listening to the Ungrown Ups Podcast, and for this, we apologize.